This week on Show Me Your News. Villager's recovery in the Smash Brothers update, Xbox One's release date revealed, and new versions of PlayStation Vita are discussed. Also, an SMYN game industry documentary and Mighty Number no. 9 in the Soapbox segment, Bully's feather ruffling achievement is our hilarity of the week, and much more. Our guests are the Dobaga and gym leader Ben from the SMYN network show Read the Manual. What have Doba and Ben been playing recently, and what will they get on their soapbox about? Hey, gaming world, I implore you to... Show me your news! And now, coming through your speakers and into your ears, it's the gaming podcast that you all know and love. It's... Show me your news! Your favorite Super Smash Brothers Brawl podcast from 2007 continues to cover the latest in the video game industry at showmeyournews.com. Now, let's join the show. Welcome! Welcome to Show Me Your News, the pinnacle for delivering and debating the gaming news that matters the most to you. Rumor-filled gossip, hardware blunders, or upcoming releases. If it relates to video games, we want to talk about it. I am Yoko, and I was in 8th grade English class. I am Super, and I was in 5th grade. I'm Tony, and I was in middle school at some point. Our top stories today for episode 143 of Show Me Your News, part of the SMY network at showmeyournews.com. On Wednesday, September 11th, 2013, yes, it has been 12 years. Our Smash update, it's been kind of a slow one this week, but maybe the Villager's Recovery is the most interesting tidbit. I don't know, we'll look at some of the pictures on Miiverse. The Xbox One got their release date nailed down, and it's a worldwide release date. We'll talk about the consequences of that. And PlayStation Vita is trying to reposition itself in the market, at least starting in Japan. We'll talk about the different varieties that PlayStation Vita will soon come in, at least overseas. And the hilarity of the week, an achievement from the game Bully ruffled some feathers, and it got some attention on Tumblr recently. We got some stories of the story pool, games out recently. We get in our soapbox, where I'm going to be talking about the documentary that I will be working on for the next couple semesters. We'll do YouTube video recommendations, wrap up the show, but our guests today from the SMY Network show Read the Manual, it is so good to have Vudabaga and Jim Leader Ben back on again. Well, hello. Yay. Hey. At the same time. Perfect. <laughs> well, they're just... Those guys. They, you know, have been podcasting for quite some time. Gosh, it has to be over two years, maybe into three, uh, three at, at three, the end of the year. Very close on three, three. years on December 24th? That's, that's right. No, I December it was, 10th. I thought it was December sometime. Yeah, so they're almost like finishing each other's sentences in a way. They either are or they're talking over each other. That's actually that's on yeah. accident. And uh, it was a bad, an experiment went terribly. And, um,. Yeah. Then we then we all danced to to finish up, <laughs> and then we started way too many sideshows, and that's how that went. Yeah, I don't know what like show to watch. I'm like, which which is the next read the manual? Like, it's been pretty stuff. busy. That's for sure. Pro, pro tip: none of them. That's what you should watch. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly because they're all audio, but you know, yeah. except for one of them. Well, we'll have your links in the show notes, and you'll get the chance to plug your shows at the end of this episode here. You Where can you find it 12... the same place. <laughs> Where were you guys 12 years ago? 
Uh, I was sitting in a classroom in second grade um, being really angry because they wouldn't let us go out to recess, and I was, you know, in second grade, so I didn't understand why, and nobody would tell us, and that's all I remember. How dare they? Yeah, I, I remember being, when I was in fifth grade, I was like, what the hell is a World Trade Center? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had absolutely no idea. That's where they swap cards. And... Yeah. <laughs> I was like, is, is that where Somebody I should make that. cards? That might have been actually what I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon! Yeah. What are we trading? Um, Mega Charizard for, oh no wait. Mm. Stop being so much younger than the rest of us. I can't. Time doesn't work that way. <laughs> well, we start off the show for Show Me Your News. The game's been playing recently. You know, really talk about ben, maybe though. about a minute. Uh, ben, has, ben doesn't. Jo- we don't jo- know where Ben was. Jo- we don't know where Ben was. People oh, yeah. all the time. It's what the shows are about. <laughs> so on, go and tell the class, Ben. Where were you? I was in uh, Miss Prolesnik's fourth grade English class. And I don't remember really anything about the day. I remember we planted, a, we planted a tree. That's nice. Our school was just oh. kind of like, man, we just lost the World Trade Center. We'll plant a tree and cheer everybody up. That'll, that'll <laughs> fix it. Is the tree exactly still there? I don't know. I should drive by. My buddy lives right near there. I should, I should look and see if the tree is there. The messed up part of my brain thinks it would be really funny if it wasn't. Yeah, I, I was thinking the same thing, like something <laughs> similar happened to it. We're terrible people, that's okay. Let's get into What Are You Playing? The game's been playing recently. I'm being quiet over here. here. <laughs> mm. Super, what have you been playing? I have been playing Pokemon Black... No, White. White 2. <laughs> I've been so used to saying Black and White. So you're playing the racist one? Yes. Okay, good. Uh, I had a choice to choose the not racist he's, he's option, and I chose the racist option better. twice. He's playing the one where he's much better off financially. <laughs> <laughs> Can we uh, start the show over? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Now I'm now I'm tempted to see if like there's some formula hidden in the game where you get more poke dollars <laughs> in white and white too. But you've been right. doing something special with this run, if I recall correctly, Super. Yes, I went into it blind, as anyone does, but I did it with a Nuzlocke. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Now, explain All for those that don't know what a Nuzlocke run is, basically what you have to do. All right. Now, there are a bunch of rules out there, and everyone has their own little differences. Uh, but the main part is, if a Pokemon faints, it dies. You must release it. Immediately. And can you just put it in a dead box? Yes. You okay. yeah, you can do that. Some people do that. I release it so I can be hardcore. So I won't be like, oh you gotta man. Gotta sever the emotional tie. I have got to sever hurt. it. I have got to I've gotta push it away. I've been I'm just like I have to keep moving on. I Detonate. have to be the champion. You have to play the saddest song you can possibly find every time you're gonna Which release. Which happens to have be like the song they play for every memory link. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's true. I'm like, I never did any Pokemon musical thing. And then they did that scene, and I was like, I was getting a little teary out. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> I was the best. <laughs> did you I played name that your guitar hero, prop. Did you name your hero a different name than you did in white? 
Yes, because of what you said. Thank you. <laughs> you had mentioned that you had named yourself the same thing, and to make sure I didn't... Was the thundering I, out, I'll tell you. Anyway. I can hear that yeah. pretty well. Uh, to make sure I didn't, I made sure one was the boy and the other one was the girl. Ah. But yeah, the other rules are you can only catch the first Pokemon you see on the route, and none other if you accidentally kill it. Tough beans. Mm-hmm. Uh, Other nice. uh, uh, you mu- and you have to nickname every Pokemon you find, and if you lose all of your Pokemon in a single fight, uh, game over. I only tried one Nuzlocke run in my entire life, and it was in Crystal, and uh, I fe- I gave up because my Togepi literally committed suicide. <laughs> Did it use metronome? Yeah, it oh, used metronome and ended up with self destruct, and it was the worst thing to ever happen to me in a game. Yeah, I looked up a. Uh, Togekiss's stats, which it wasn't, you know, it didn't become Togekiss in that generation, but Togekiss is, like, super strong. <laughs> I'm kind of pissed. So I'm like, I hate Togepi, and Togetic is kind of cool, and then Togekiss is this weird bloated blob thing with wing-ish things. Yeah. And I checked out its stats, I'm like, why is it so strong? Why is this a, such a good Pokemon? I just uh, I heard that Pro Jared did a Nuzlocke challenge. He did, and, like he had a funny splash screen at the end of his uh, LP. Like he just finished it. I, I just looked up uh, I just looked up a video that was like all this, and it was like his Rattata died, and he started playing the Dragon Ball Z Kai music when Goku died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have lost my starter though. Oh, oh no! But here here's the thing: I wasn't that crushed about it, which I should be considering he was level like. 33, which was one before he became Samurott. Ugh. But at the same time, he had a nature that killed his defense. So it was such a struggle to have him out at all, at any time. And he wasn't yeah. even that fast. He only had he, had, he had, it like boosted attack. No, it boosted special attack. And it got rid of defense. And I didn't have any good special attack mm. moves. For like That's forever. I'm like, I the only just... Pokemon. Oh. I had just gotten Surf. And when he died, I'm just kind of like, I don't know if I have another water type. I don't know <laughs> if I can Surf. And I checked in, I checked in, and yes, I had a water bird. It was a water bird. A water That's bird. what I named him was water bird. It was, uh, it was a ducklet. <laughs> yes. And duck let me bird. tell you, he's now my point man. He mm-hmm. is ripping into this game. Swan like, is okay. I was having some serious trouble with fighting types, and he's just like, nah, bro. I got this, bro. Yeah. He's got Does a he nature have... that boosts speed and stuff. It was great. Does he have aerial ace? Yes. Nice. Anyway, aerial what else ace. have you been playing? That has been it, because it's been I've been having to recover. Uh, the Pokemon chat can back me up on this. I could not have a full party. Like, just when I caught my sixth Pokemon, one would die. Mm. I'd get crit. I had hit something that I didn't expect to see. Like, my alternate rules are you cannot heal with potions or anything like that. I have to use a Pokemon Center. Wow. And I can't run away. Mm. Now, there are... That's what happens blind. That's what happens blind. There are a couple caveats. Number one, I am allowed to catch N's Pokemon. Mm -hmm. In Pokemon Black and White 2, you'll come across these super rare... Well, super rare, somewhat rare... 
very unlikely chances to run into Pokemon that sparkle green. Mm-hmm. And here's the pro- here's the problem. First, I ran away from that thing because <laughs> oh, I was level no. 28, and it copped out, and it was level 35. And I'm like, my strongest is level 28. Run. Run away. What is this? <laughs> and if you don't recall, N's Pokemon all have IVs of either 30 or 31. I can't remember. Yeah. I'm so trying to remember which it is, but yeah, they're good. They're the strongest they can be, basically, as wild Pokemon. And I'm just like, run. Run away. Run away <laughs> as fast as you can. What does Nuzlocke uh, mean, anyway? Uh, it's a, it was, it's based on the uh, one of the kind of Pokemon that it revolved around that Pokemon hard mode run. It was a Nuzleaf, oh. but he named it Locke, and it would often have, take Locke's face from Lost. And there was a comic made about it? Yeah. Huh. And, uh, well, that's where it came, comes from, the Nuzlocke comic. But it was used to be just called Pokemon Hard Mode. But uh, what was the greatest thing about this is that after running away from it, because I had my Magnemite out, and I got uh, hammer-armed. Oh, yeah. Like, like, no! That Magnemite got me through so much! And it stopped at 1 HP and said, Magnemite's sturdy. Like, yeah, yes, 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 run! And I got away safely. Mm. And I ran to the nurse, because this was in the Desert Ruins, I healed up, and I started blowing again. I'm just like, well, that shouldn't happen again. Oh, God, no! <laughs> and then it happened again. It happened again. But here's the greatest part. I'm just like, I've got my little, uh... What is it, Patili? Yeah, my Patili was out. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just I'm just staring at it, I'm like, well, goodbye, Patili. <laughs> I chose sleep powder. Just, you know, if I got a shot, I can at least run away. He uses belly drum. Oh. And I my sleeping powder hits. And I'm like, I can catch this. I can do this. I threw one Elter Ball, the only one I had, and he got himself caught. <laughs> what was the most terrifying thing? Soon became in the desert the with str- belly drum. Was that a Darmanitan? Yes. Wow. Level thirty-five Darmanitan. Nice. And I'm just lo- and I just kind of stared at the screen. And I'm like, there is no way I just pulled this off. You'd be like, you're the best. Uh-huh. <laughs> I I was going nuts in quite a few Skype chats. Hmm. And that was that. That might as well be my soapbox as well. Okay. I think I'm gonna. I'm thinking I'm gonna seal that down up as my my soapbox and my what are you playing? Because it's the only thing I've been doing. Nice, Dova. What are you playing? I've been playing a lot of Kingdom Hearts. Well, at least yesterday. Um, I've never made it a secret that I'm not a huge fan of Kingdom Hearts one, uh, because I played Kingdom Hearts two first, and Kingdom Hearts two works a lot better, and in my opinion, is a much better game. Um, I. I've I've talked about this on here. I think one is much more balanced and well put together, and two is pretty much hit X and kill everything. Two feels a lot because in one the combat just feels very clunky to me. I don't know, but yeah, uh, I'm enjoying 1.5 a lot more, mainly because they fixed that stupid camera. Yeah, it's still uh, wonky though. Yeah, it's very floaty still, but it's better than what it was. <laughs> oh, definitely. Didn't they tweak um, up the combat to be more like two? 
Not really. Not really. Um, mm. they, it still kind of feels like one. It still feels a lot slower. Uh, there's no reaction commands, um, which I know a lot of people like and a lot of people don't really like. Uh, but they did change it. You can use triangle so on anything on the field. Like, yeah, you, you can stuff. use triangle to open doors. You can use it to open chests now instead of how it was in the original where, oh, the ch- open chest command is at the bottom of the menu. So scroll That's all the way right. down. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was so dumb. I feel like people won't even remember that when they like it playing. <laughs> they won't notice the change. <laughs> and that's good because that wasn't a very great thing. And like those were my two biggest complaints about two, as far as or about Kingdom Hearts one. Sorry, that uh, I can remember because last time I played this game, I was in eighth grade, and it was right after I'd played Kingdom Hearts two. So. Yeah. It's been a while. I haven't touched that it That must since. have been pretty confusing on a story level. Oh, God. Kind of. Kind of well, not really, because Kingdom Hearts 2 has that whole prologue that explained everything. Kind of. Um, but there's lots of little details, too. Yeah. But uh, I'm enjoying like, it You'll try to get it, but, you know. Like, there are some things that I remember being worse than, I actually, than they actually were when I played, like Wonderland and uh, Olympus Coliseum. I remember them being worse, and I actually enjoyed them quite a bit. And then there are things that are just as bad as I remember, like all of Deep Jungle, which was awful. And the gummy ship. And the gummy ship is actually worse than I remember. Yep. Really? There's Man, nothing. I always love the gummy ship battles. I hate the gummy ship in Kingdom Hearts 1. It is my least I, favorite. I agree I, with you. I was, the, I, I was the person who would always like go into the blueprints and just create a machine of death. And just, like, it's just a big old box of flame going through these levels. Well, I haven't really gotten the hang of the building yet. I'm working on it, but uh, last night I stopped right after beating Deep Jungle, so that's a thing. I keep running around in Wonderland and shit, getting lost. I'm glad this isn't my speed run through the 15-hour <laughs> one, because I'm like, okay, what do I do first? Yeah, Wonderland's a little, though, I... The world that I got really lost in was freaking deep jungle, though, because that level does not tell you anything, and you have to keep going back and forth from one end of it to the other, and it does not tell you where you need to go. That's true. Yep. Uh, by the way, I don't know if this is Final Mix or not. It but, is. Yes, uh, it is. No, I mean, this oh. thing that I encountered... Uh, oh. It was just this room of, you know, infinite spawning heartless, and I'm like, whatever. I, I thought they'd go away after a while, but after I killed a bunch, giant heartless came and raped the crap out of me. Huh. I don't know. Where it was, was this? Fi- it was Wonderland. It's in the big room. It's like oh, before the yeah. boss could go there, they just spawn infinitely, and I just kept fighting them, and five giant heartless killed the crap out of me. Huh. And I'm like, what yeah. just happened? Was that in the original... <laughs> That might be that might be a final mix thing because I remember that, uh, and as Zero points out, beginner mode and final mix gives you so many stat increases just right off the bat. Because I'm yeah. just playing beginner to just you know get through it, get the story, try RE Chain of Memories because I don't remember liking the original Chain of Memories at all, um, and it starts you off like right off the bat on Destiny Islands. You have four AP boosts. Eight power boosts and eight defense boosts, just in your inventory. Jesus, and that was that was kind of interesting. Um, We're gonna do so a no armor run on that one. I'm way power. I'm like way overpowered at this point. 
Like, I went into Deep Jungle, and from the beginning, I'm just one swipe of the Keyblade, and any Heartless I encounter is just gone. Nice. Um, so I know what I'll be doing then. <laughs> it's pretty fun. Um, but this, I like it a lot more than I remember liking it as a kid. Is I mean, I did beat it back then, but I guess we'll see. I still haven't gotten to Monstro, which is still my least favorite world in the entire series. As it should be. Yep. Um, but other than that, really, I've not been playing much else. I'm playing Chrono Trigger for second save file, which isn't dead, mostly. And uh, I'm playing, uh, I just finished playing Saints Row 4 recently, which was really good. That's oh, pretty yeah. much it. Honestly. I've heard a lot of good things about that. But then some also saying that they like the third better. Uh, I can see why some why people would like the third better. I really can. They're kind of like... Alright, Saints Row 4 is a Grand Theft Auto game where the cars mean jack shit. Mm. You, will ne- you will, unless the game forces you to, you will never use a car. Ever. Yep. Because right off, pretty much right off the bat, it gives you super speed and super jump. Yeah. And now you have superpowers and there's Keith David. And it's awesome. Oh, so good. <laughs> ben, what have you been playing? Uh, besides Kingdom Hearts and Saints Row 4, which... Um, King, well, Kingdom Hearts, I'm only in Wonderland. I don't have much time to play it during the week. And, I know that feel, bro. Because <laughs> having a full-time job is super fun. Yeah. Huh? Oh. <clears throat> but uh, Saints Row 4 uh, has been pretty good. I've mostly just been running around collecting stuff. And doing side missions and not much of the plot, so all those clusters. Oh, oh yeah, I'm about I'm a little over halfway done with the clusters. This is about what thirteen hundred of them. There's a uh, yeah, that sounds about right. There's thirteen hundred clusters. I believe they're a parody of the infamous splash shards, and they're yeah. everywhere. Yep, that sounds exactly like splash shards. <laughs> oh no, these say. are like. These are, you get one, and then you look around, and from where you're standing, you can see at least 30 of them. Yeah. And I'm, I've got about 700, maybe? Maybe 800? But I'm it at almost the point sounds where, like, like Lego bits in the Lego games. Like, kind of, yeah. There's some more. And there's some more. And there's some more. <laughs> but, That's like, I good... need to keep, I, I need to keep leveling up, because there's, like, nothing, no more upgrades I can spend it on. Hmm. I'm just, I'm just rich, and nothing I, I can buy will make me happy. Um, oh, I Whoa. beat uh, the first. Uh, uh, I beat the first Paper Mario finally. That was good. Nice. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it was really good. I I don't think I liked it as much as the second one. No, naturally. But, well, naturally. But the but first like, one's solid. Oh, first one's great. And uh, weren't you getting really, mad at Junior Troopa? I was getting very mad at Junior Troopa, but the last couple fights of him were kind of really easy. I think it's because he made it so that, like, oh, you can't jump on top of me because I have a spike, and I'm also flying, so all your non-jumping partners are pretty much useless. And it was a mess. But, I always uh, use a bunch of items on the piranha and pick up a bunch of coconuts on the way back and then ride the whale back and then whale on them with that. the coconuts. Should have done that, but uh, if only. Yeah, you, uh, you, how are you going to know <laughs> that's going to happen? Well, yeah. But, uh... A uh, few things I didn't like. A uh, couple of the bosses, because some of the bosses are just really cheap. Like, I really disliked Huff and Puff, because he can heal for the exact amount of damage you deal every round if he feels like it. Yep. And he usually feels like it. <laughs> um, well, I'm not sure about that. 
Oh, look, here's Super, Super you can to tell get us that he's great at mm -hmm. games. <laughs> Super, I mean, I beat him. Luck, but... Remember our little Bowser race? God, that was something. That was retarded. Bowser didn't heal on me once, and he healed on Super like five times. It was four times. He healed times, on me about... Yeah. Yeah, I was only 30 three. seconds behind you, and I yeah. took out the anti-guy squad. I'm not even mad. Oh, jeez. I don't, I don't mess with them. Um, I wanted to do it. I'm just yeah. like, I didn't even realize that was a thing. So I had, I once, once he told me, I'm like, I have to. Yeah. <laughs> I fought one of them in the toy box, the toy box and yeah. never made that mistake again. Did uh, you at least beat him? No. Oh. He's got a power I, plus. Yeah, I know. But uh, I also didn't realize that there were there were stat caps when you level up. And this yep. one, yeah, that's that was really surprising to me. The badge is pathetic. Yeah, yeah 30. 30 is not enough. I wanted like twice that, but uh, the final boss is a little cheap, but I, I got through it on my first try, it just took forever. Um, yep. chapter seven, though, is like, oh, I don't know. Uh, I think I liked chapter seven more than I liked the whole game. I just really it's nice. like that chapter. It's, it's got great. a lot of nice music. Nice music, nice visuals. Yeah. Uh, it's fun, it's interesting. Um, I hate Flower Fields the most. Flower Fields is kind of weak. Yep. Kind of weak. Um, but no, I enjoyed it, and I'm tempted to play the third game in the series, but I know I'm not going to like it. Mm. It's okay. It has its moments. I just That's a good way to put it. I, I, d I defend that game a bit. I, I think it's it's not a people just like oh it's a shitty game. I, I don't think it's a shitty game, but it has shitty parts. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it'll be bad, but it seems like it won't belong in this series. It doesn't, and neither does Sticker Star because no. it's bad. I don't want to try Sticker Star. No, you don't. That one is oh. bad. Oh, I oh Super Paper Mario. Yeah, that's on the Wii. Yep. Mm -hmm. That was like the first one I played. <laughs> Same. Oh, that's the only same. one I played. Still, I played like for two hours, and then just cast it away. I got I to like World either. Eight, and I'm like, wait, what? And then I somehow stopped. I got a little bit past the nerd chapter, which I'm telling Ben is at least how far he has to play. It's yeah, a, that is a good yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think I've said this on the show already, but uh, I've played Super Paper Mario, and I got to World Seven, I think, the Underworld one. Yeah. And then I left my buddy's house, came back like two days later, and he's like, oh, I deleted that that file. <sighs> Why? Oh. It's like two he, blocks. He has, he has a long history of being an absolute and utter douchebag. Oh, man. Yeah. That's good, good friend. Yeah. It wasn't the underworld, by the way. It was the underwear. Yeah. And then you go to like some heaven place, and it's called the over there. Yeah. <laughs> good stuff. Any also, you get you Luigi. Yeah, Luigi. Yeah, Luigi. Any yeah, other games yeah. you've been playing, Ben? Uh, I put about 15 hours into Dream Team before I kind of just got bored. It's not It's not bad yet. Uh, yeah. It's, okay, it's okay, and I'm kind of just losing interest. And then Where'd I've been, you stop? I stopped, or like, I don't know, I'm a good chunk into scaling Mount Pajamaja. Yeah, that part's kind of a... Like, just to get to that mountain, you go through, like, 
a fetch quest inception of like four different fetch quests within fetch quests. Yeah, it's, it's just a nightmare. It's a it's a bit of a chore. I agree. That, that's yeah. one part of the game. I was just kind of like, yeah, let's get yeah. through this. Other than that, not too much else. Good stuff, Tony. You, you deleted my list. Well, <laughs> you were the one who made the list. He's got you. What I played. I, I beat Mario and Luigi Dream Team, and uh, if you follow my Twitter feed, you would have saw some rage. Uh, there was a Bowser giant fight which gave me a lot of trouble for some reason I was just bad at dodging and I think it's really unfair for a battle to be okay I'm hitting you and barely touching you but when you hit me you do a fifth of my damage like it it was just very ruthless and uh, I couldn't do the ending attack like it took me like 8 tries and then after a while, they were like, you want to make this easier? I'm like, yes. Yes, I do. For once, yes. Usually Super gamer, guide me up. <laughs> usually, gamer pride is a thing, but when it's tilty, controlly bullshit, I'm like, yeah, you know what? That's fine. I remember seeing this on Facebook, not Twitter. Oh, whatever you follow me on. I appreciate it. Uh, huh. And uh, beyond that, the, the last fight was garbage because Bowser heals more than anything in Paper Mario put together. Oh. Yeah. I don't know if it was just the battle I got, but he would enter this stage of, I'm going to heal every turn and you can't touch me until you beat all these enemies. And then he would come back, he would grab Luigi so I couldn't do any brother's attacks, throw Luigi at me, and then enter the healing stage again. And then he's not healing like a little bit, he's healing like 200 HP a turn. Hmm, that's, that's it, quite a bit. But you can use this badge effect to stop time and kill him in three turns. Which or you is, could do that. It's just dumbly designed, and I felt cheap doing it, but I'm like, that's just not good design. It's awful. I, I fought him for 45 minutes, and I couldn't do anything. I don't know. It's, people are calling me stupid, but I, I legitimately have a problem with that crap. Uh, what the hell else did I play? Uh, I beat Kirby Superstar, and then I realized that all the games had little story intros because I was really confused about Mark's showing up at the end of one of them like my plan worked i'm like who the hell are you <laughs> huh. well oh well your, your plan well, good for you yeah <laughs> who, who that guy uh, yeah exactly that's kind of like this... zero that's kind of like zero two and 64 also yeah a little bit but as long what? as you played dreamland 3 i watched some cutscenes on it. i started dreamland 3 and did not care for it yeah i think it, you it and i were bit... both on the same level on that one it was a big old pile of meh. It wasn't bad. Also, it kind of it's kind of hurty on the eyes. Kind of hurty. It is. It's game design is like they're trying to go for this crayon thing, but instead of making it look nice like what they did with Yoshi, it's instead awful and makes you want to actually just close your eyes and walk away. It, it, it's got a weird effect though. If you look at it long enough, you're okay. But that's like Virtual Boy logic, and that's not good. No. I, I wear then you only see red. Uh, I try to jumble all this stuff together. I, we, me and Nate actually started watching Xenosaga on YouTube. Just the story. I don't know where the gameplay happens in that game, by the way. Because there's like <laughs> very little transition. I'm like, this is just a movie. Uh, that's crazy. Uh, I need more time with that because we've been lazy with it. Uh, I started... 
I started Kirby 64 and Rayman Legends right before Kingdom Hearts came out, and I knew it was a bad idea. <laughs> I got a little into Kirby 64. I'm like, I could probably beat this really quick, but then I just, I'm like, oh, I'm done for tonight. It's really fun. It's really charming and silly and fun, and I don't know why combining powers is not a constant in the series, because it's amazing. Yeah. Dude, like, what is it? Electric and Cutter? Best ability? Yeah. Double-ended lightsaber. And then I think it's Fire and Cutter? I I got the Fire Saber, and it was ridiculous. I'm like, this is stupid. It's so easy, too. My Mm -hmm. favorite is still Fire and Bomb, which turns Kirby into a living firework. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's just good. It's easy, man. I don't, I don't really. I'm having too much fun. I feel like that doesn't matter. Electric uh, ice is just hilarious. Fun in video games. How about that? Wait, what is this? Speaking of fun in video games, dear God, Rayman Legends. Yes. You are charming, beautiful, and just a joy. And I don't know what you did, but you did everything perfectly, and I love you so much. I I got like two and a half worlds in, and I had to stop. And I'm like, man. This is this is good stuff. I I'll come back to it after Kingdom Hearts, but God, I don't know how to describe how good it is. But you just gotta play it. And it's sublime. It's just like perfect level length, perfect hidden stuff. Everything feels rewarding. It's just great. It's just good, good time. And I think that's it. Oh, and Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, that's, that's a game too. And, well, and I'm. I'm more excited to see the final mixed versions of stuff than anything. I already noticed the scene where like Riku's like waking up after he gets like taken from Destiny Islands. Yeah, that's weird. I'm like, well, that's nice seeing stuff like that. Also, the music is all redone and it sounds great. It, it really does. Ooh, really? Yeah, yeah they did all the music. Oh, I think I have. We talked about this a couple episodes ago. It was a while ago. Not a couple, a few ago. Is it my turn? Yeah, go. Well, I haven't been playing Kingdom Hearts. I bought it. haven't played it yet because I finished Rayman Legends. Well, I, I got credits. I beat the story. So there are six worlds in Rayman Legends, and so the first five comprises the main bulk of the story. The sixth is, like, the last, you know, world, like, the hardest challenge. You take, it needs, like, a... Kind of an exorbitant amount of the teenies, the little guys you collect throughout the journey. Like, I have teensies. Uh, Close enough. That's okay. I have 278 when I got through, you know, the end of clearing all five worlds. Uh, And you need 400 to open that last sixth world. But you you can still trigger, you know, end credits uh, by being the fifth world. Like you were saying, it's sublime. Uh, great platforming. If you have a Wii U, and you also have, you know, Xbox 360 or PS3, do not get the game for Xbox 360 or PS3. I should mention that here. Actually, everything that Murphy does on the Wii U gamepad is still in the game. They didn't like take it out. But right. You just hurt. You just hit circle to do it, and it's really awkward because you're just mashing circle and like you need to jump too. Yeah, that seems really weird. It is. Hmm. It's it's not unplayable, but it's so. What what got me is it's so obvious, like what it originally was. Mm-hmm. You know, so yep. it's just kind of funny. Like, and Smidges would know that you know this is a game that was supposed to be out seven months ago, and yep. clearly was designed for Wii U. Uh, 
so and it's one of the best games on Wii U right now. I know some people might say that's not saying much because of the software that is lacking on that system, but Dang, if you have a Wii U, you need Rayman Legends for Wii U. Uh, I am terrible at 2D platformers. Those who know Show Me Your News know this. Wow, you I beat, be- you beat m- New Super Mario Brothers. You, I didn't. I floated <laughs> away. You were in the bubble. I was there, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you were. You were the guy I was shouting Luigi. at you, pop my bubble. Honestly, you know, the, the music, the art style, the pacing, like Tony said, the levels are great length, well-designed. They don't uh, waste your time with arbitrary, like, checkpoints. Yeah, well, I mean, death. they do have checkpoints, which is really nice. You don't have to do, like, the whole thing from scratch. When yeah. you die, it's quick. The respawn is very quick. Um, and that's great. the best thing is no life system. Yeah, that's what I mean to say, yeah. No one-ups. <laughs> No losing lives after every death. Yeah, they'll keep track for your statistics' sake, but the live system is such an antiquated game design system that is meant to extract quarters from you in the arcade machine. So why have it in a platformer? I'm still looking at you, Mario. I know you've had it for the longest time, but... Stupidly, I get 200 lives in the first two worlds now, but whatever. Yeah, and then when you shut off your game, it doesn't save that. So, there's still challenge in Rayman. Is Legends. every level in Origins in the game? Because that's weird. A lot but of it them looks are. like it. A lot of them are. I don't think everyone is, but yeah, yeah, a lot of them are. And that's the thing too. Like, you know, I, I got the end credits. There's still so much to the game. There's so much content. There's daily challenges every day. There's daily extreme challenges. There's weekly challenges. And then there's many levels from Origins. And then there's the whole completionist thing where you try to get all the different teensies. Great, great game. Please buy Rayman Legends on Wii U if you have Wii U. That was the uh, thing where it's like game. you can wait for the price to go down, but I wanted to support a, fr- a game exactly. like this. And say... Ubisoft, you kind of messed up in that decision there. Yeah, you did. But I bought it. Uh, Yes, Cyberlink420 mentions in the live stream chat at twitch.tv slash news. The Eye of the Tiger for the win. Mariachi. The levels are kind of split up with, you know, normal platforming. You have Murphy levels, which which is great on gamepad. Then you have, sometimes you have, you know, chase levels... And then you have Boss, and then you have the musical Music. number, which you might remember from E3, uh, where the platforming is timed for you to run through and jump and attack at certain points that line up with the beat. And the third level, you get Mariachi, I Have the Tiger, and it's it's great. It's hard. <laughs> I died a lot. I don't know about you. Uh, I did too. And this, a lot of the times it was like, okay, I know I missed that teensy. So I'm going to die intentionally just so I can go. I hate when I do that and it spawns me after the Teensy's dead. I know, it's the worst. (laughs) Uh, I also played, the other game I played this past couple weeks is Remember Me. I'd rather not. Um, I know Sword Hunter is starting to, Sword Hunter is trying to continue through it because I guess the story kind of interested him. Uh, But it's really heavy on combat that's a very clunky and not as good Arkham City style combat with counters and and whatnot. Uh, There's some Uncharted platforming and exploration in there. 
Uh, the only interesting that game brings to the table is the sections where you're remixing memories. And so they play out like a scene, and then you're able to rewind and fast forward and change certain things that trigger in the scene to be able to alter the course of the event. So, for example, the first one is like this, you know, woman, her husband is suffering this, you know, mental illness and a doctor's trying to take care of him. But that's like her motivation is to get money to help her husband get better. And she's targeting you, the protagonist, uh, as a bounty hunter to get the bounty and all that. So you have to remix her memory so that the doctor kills her husband, and so she's no longer motivated by that. So you have to you know, rewind, and you know you're, you have the option to like inject a different kind of fluid in there. So you trigger that, and then you undo the anesthesia mask, and then you undo the the bracket that's holding him in. So things like that. You're it's kind of like Ghost Trick, Phantom Detective in a way, where you're trying to trigger different things, and it's like a just like a little chain reaction sort of thing to alter the course of memories and all that. But yeah, the gameplay is not that good, to be honest. Like, those kind of memory things maybe happen, I guess, I think I read six times or so in the game, and it's just a lot of clunky, bad combat. So yeah, I'd rather not. Rather not yeah, I think, I think when it came out, I basically heard everybody say what you're saying now, so. Yeah, and I was looking forward to that game. Like, when I saw that, I, that looked like a really cool game, so I'm a little disappointed by that one. Well, anyway, now that we've spent, what, 40-ish minutes talking about the games... I'm going to say this now. Yes. I don't think there's a way to do this segment in a timely fashion. (laughs) Well, we just need to stop ranting about these games you've been playing and just more mention them, I suppose. But with practice... We're reading the manualing the hell out of this. (laughs) I I was waiting for that. I guess we are. Can that be a phrase... I didn't no. say it right, but go for it. No, that's... that's no. <laughs> well, um, we're going to get to our headlines, and the first one starts with the Super Smash Brothers update, and you know we don't have to spend long on this, because not too much happened, to be honest. Pat, pat. Pop, pop. Uh, unfortunately, the Smash sites are still down, so that's kind of tough there. But we saw certain things like Mega Man's Charge Shot is a chargeable side smash. Not a I'd assume it works a lot like it does in the games, where you can just hold it and then release. Yeah. And move with it. I wonder if you can infinitely hold it, though. <sighs> that would be interesting. It wouldn't work you know, with normal uh, side smash mechanics, but... Who knows? Sakurai is also saying that Donkey Kong is super strong in the current build. That doesn't mean much. He's Donkey Kong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. His, his uh, uh, vertical recovery will still probably suck. <laughs> now, are we talking super strong Sakuraiism or super strong in terms of between it and Project M? Mm. Donkey Kong, totally broken. I think Sakurai is a little jealous that he didn't come up with the idea of Project M. Just saying. Yep. <laughs> he did. It was called Melee. Yeah, right. Oh. <laughs> I think the more interesting update out of all of these is the villager showing what looks to be his recovery. How he has two balloons. They can be popped one at a time. I don't know, it almost makes you think kind of like uh, in Project M, you know, Rob's up B, where he gets a little burst, and Rob gets three of those in Project M, but kind of makes you think something like that. Well, maybe. 
That's interesting. Like maybe you know, villager gets a little two chances to use up B in order to recover. I more took it as um, if he gets attacked, he can get attacked twice before it interrupts the move or the recovery. Hmm. Is what I is what I read it as, but can I can uh, pit pop the balloons with his arrows. If he doesn't, yes. then that would be strange. That'd be cool. I'd I'd enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mega Man sliding under Pitt's arrows. That actually is a really nice shot. Like, a really cool shot. Mm-hmm. What move would you think that would be, though? Uh, I'm assuming it's probably dash attack. Yeah. yeah. I think that's oh, fair. I'd... Or if it could be super cool and be his down special. That would be pretty cool, too. I'd like that. Down tilt? <laughs> probably not. That oh, that would the be motion would be involved. Yes. Yeah. It's probably dash attack. Well, uh, hmm. well actually, you know, down B would be more apt to the games, wouldn't it? I suppose. Yeah, sort of. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, see, this is the problem, Sakurai, when you only give pictures <laughs> and not vlog posts every day. I miss the Explain dojo. Explain them again. I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> now we've got a marathon on uh, Skyloft. With Wii Fit uh, Trainer, I mean, I, I don't see how this is a pick of a day. But I don't know, I found it kind of cool. It didn't tell us anything, but I found it kind of cool. Maybe it just shows the width of Skyloft. Maybe, Maybe that's yeah. it. Hmm. How do you see all these Well, pictures? it does look like they're they're down on Skyloft itself. And I don't remember seeing a picture of that before. So. Well, you know. see Super Miiverse is available to view online, but you have to have a Nintendo Network account. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. Those things get Man, that I, get that Wind Waker Wii U. If I have the money, yes, I've been looking at it recently. And money, I, I remember what that's like. It's not looking good. So Pitt has his upper dash arm, probably a side B. Uh, and this is from Kid Icarus Uprising. Looks like it has probably some super armor because according to Conroy is doing an LP of that game. So if you've ever been interested in it and don't want to play it, check that out. Mm, good idea. Uh, but yeah, it looks like it's got some super armor or Pikachu's Thunder Jolt. Apparently it's not powerful enough to stop it. See, aren't these updates great? Yeah, so, so great. I know, they've been so fantastic the past couple weeks. Uh, the pilot wing stage is looking pretty nice the more you see of it. I'm so yeah. glad it takes place on Woohoo Island still. I know the game does, but like, I'm glad Woohoo Island's in this. I like that place. It's, it's a, a very nice hat. little. It's a very nice little Nintendo specific, like non-series hub for Nintendo. I wish they put it in more games. I agree. Uh, Kirby drawn with a familiar artsy style. Obviously, on a galaxy stage, as Darkrai pointed out very quickly. That's a very good point. I'm uh, I'm all down for a galaxy stage, considering Same. that it wasn't in the last one. And if, yeah. if I'm reading this correct, like, I obviously there's a million ways to read this one sentence with one picture, but it kind of sounds to me and looks a little bit like Kirby's sort of drawn in a different style, and, like, if they redrew all the characters with sort of more galaxy-ish textures, I don't know, that'd be kind of cool. Hmm. Hmm. Probably a couple to me, he seems a lot more, he seems a lot more circular, like Canvas Curse. 
but I don't know. I don't know. I still hold the faint hope in my heart that will not come true that there will be an epic yarn alternate costume. <laughs> but that won't happen. Nope. Like I gotta... It's love. And then finally today, we have a different look at the Pyrosphere stage that was revealed. Uh, we talked about it last episode. The Morph Ball design is also based on the one from Metroid Other M. Are you talking about how this, how the platform looks? Kind of like a Morph Ball? Uh, no, there's a... she's Her Morph Ball is right there. Like, right on the very edge next to the... Oh. You can so barely it, see it, so this is a terrible picture with which to point that right out. There. But... It's right there, guys. No, I, was like, I was looking more at the lava than anything. That looks pretty cool. It looks like a really blends, nice stage. She blends into the stage in this picture, Sakurai. That's not how this works. <laughs> yeah, hopefully we yeah, have outlines morph. on the Wii U version. Yeah, I'm glad it's the more. I'm glad it's the morph ball from Other End though, because that morph ball looks really cool. I think all the designs from Other End are very sleek. Uh, shame about the rest of the game, but you know. Yeah. Yep. Pretty much. I mean, those are the you know, the Smash updates. Really, not too much happening. Maybe next time we'll get something like a character. Like but we know how that goes here on Show Me Your News. <laughs> Maybe on October tenth. Maybe. That's when. That's when they announce Sonic. Oh, yes, why do you say be... that? Cause... Oh, because uh, yeah, Lost World. Oh right. It has been I the bet... pattern, hasn't it? When does Lost World come out? Twenty hmm. second of yeah. October, I think. Seems like a, I would think on the end of the twenty second they'd announce Sonic. That has been the trend. Oh, that's a good point. Solid Snake One Twenty says Tokyo Game Show oh, next crap. week. I so about that. that might be happening. That's as far as revealing Snake. There you go. Finish. As far as revealing a character, let's watch as it's Raiden. Uh, oh, man. Don't even joke. <laughs> I, I, well, I like Raiden. Ryan. I like Raiden, but not Revengeance for Raiden, so. I like Raiden, but I don't like like Raiden. <laughs> no, just new Raiden sucks. <laughs> Let's talk about Xbox One now. Uh, Xbox One has its release date announced November 20th. Do we have to? <laughs> I we suppose. Got. We can talk about all those mega evolutions and the sad. Well, we oh. will. <laughs> okay. So, this is important because in America, PlayStation 4 has a one-week advantage coming out on November 15th as opposed to November 22nd. In the rest of the world, however, not so much. Uh, in Europe, Xbox One gets a one-week jump on the November 29th. PlayStation 4 release date. Uh, in Japan, PlayStation 4 comes out on February 22nd, 2014. How did that happen? Sony, I don't know. Japanese company, you. They say that it's like they want the launch lineup to be better, have more games in that library, but that's really surprising. And then the <laughs> Xbox One, I don't even know if that's coming out in Japan. Well, Probably 2014. Uh, the- the Xbox One is only the Xbox brand is really only big in America, so they're like, "All right, let's get that PS4 out before that," and yeah. Japan can wait until we actually have things to play on it. <laughs> but Xbox is trying to do the, some different things in Europe, where they're they're really desperate in Europe. Actually, not only do they get the one week jump, but 
Everyone who pre-orders an Xbox One there gets FIFA 14 for free as a downloadable yeah. voucher. Whoa. So, yeah. Europeans and their football. That's, that's kind of a big deal there. Yep. Yeah, Alright, guys, what do you think? I mean, to have it be you know, at a disadvantage here in the States, an advantage somewhere else, where do you, how do you see that playing out? Uh, well, Not much. I mean, it's going to yeah. be fun. See, I think launch like, titles are going to decide. Yeah, to be fair, that's probably <sighs> the biggest... Because, I mean, they don't have their stupid-ass policies anymore. So, or at least Xbox One doesn't. And uh, for PS4... I think it's... I think, one, the uh, Microsoft actually has the better plan here, though. Because I've never actually understood why there are... Like, I understand games. Yeah, games, they come out in different regions at different times because there's so much translation to do in a lot of games. Yep. Hardware? Uh... I mean, there's menus and stuff, but really... What? Why? Yeah. Well, of course, there's also the desperation to be out in America for the Black Friday sales, so... Yeah, that is kind of important. (laughs) Uh, I don't know, man. I think I'm really interested to see how it plays out here. Because I feel like all the gamers are like still going to be butthurt about all those policies. Gone or not. Oh, uh, I still am. I yeah, still am. I am too, and I'm going to go the PS4 out route, but not till like next year. But uh, the hardcores, I think, will show what they, they how they feel. But, yeah. but the Xbox One's like, hey, we play football and stuff. And people like football here. You're going to get a lot of dude bro purchases yeah. Yeah. for Xbox One. Mm-hmm. A lot. Not only is it the better Call of Duty machine, it's the better football experience. Which, Xbox One had its first television commercial here in the United States. I don't know if anyone noticed that. It was during the I NFL. It was during the NFL kickoff. And <laughs> it was about how you can... You know, have your fantasy football stuff snapped while you're watching the game. You know, split screen. Oh, it's, it's all about the football. The TV, 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 TV. Nothing about I games. I told you not to say that. But you know what? I mean, it might work over here. They got football. They got Call of Duty. And people like that here. So I don't... Honest to God, I'm just excited to see how everything plays out. I, I cannot say either way. Mm-hmm. It's going to be close, that's for sure. I think a lot we, of people who think we gamers that, are a very loud, prideful group, but we do not make the majority. I feel like oh sometimes. yeah, no, we don't at all. Sadly. Super, what do you think on this one? Uh, I, my opinion's pretty much been unchanged since you know a couple episodes ago. It's just this is going to be a generation <laughs> fought long after launch. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It's we're gonna see a whole lot of backpedaling, a whole lot of alternate versions of the consoles. You know, PS4 is gonna come out with their bundled version with the their eye device, uh, the eye toy or whatever it is. Eye. Uh, what are they? What are, PlayStation what are they called? Yeah. PlayStation Eye. I'm still calling it the Don't eye toy. Don't remind me that the eye toy was a thing. I beg you. <laughs> uh, I have done so and will continue to do so. In fact, I will find one and bring it to Yomacon. <laughs> I will wear it like a hat. Uh, that that looked cool on a hat. It was weird. 
in game yeah. sessions at Walmart. <laughs> you just walk by and you're suddenly on the screen. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the PlayStation I, they'll have the bundled version, which will increase the price. But it's like, oh, no, but that's the, that's the bundled version with all the stuff. And then the Xbox will come out with their version without the uh, Connect. I almost said Natal. They're not going to do uh, that, though. I I really don't think they are. I think I if think they, they get are, desperate enough, they might. A year a year and a yeah. half after launch, I would be very surprised. In fact, not even a year and a half. By next winter, I think they'll have a version that does not come with the day one patch and the connect uh, necessity. Totally. Because I, agree. I I honestly don't see. Uh, developers using the Kinect because they've had to make so many different drawbacks with it. It'll no longer be the device they wanted it to be in the first place, so they'll start just making more general games. Things won't use the Kinect as much, and it'll be less important to the experience until eventually we'll be back to where we are right now. A bunch of games where, oh, we see the Kinect is open. You can yell at your squad mates to do stuff. Now, uh, yell to grenade. To provide a counterpoint to that, I think it's a big difference now that it's being, you know, forced bundled in with every system because the problem last generation was that it was a mid-cycle introduction and you only had a fraction of Xbox 360 owners who bought Connect. Granted it was, you know, still a lot as far as Microsoft making money and what, you know, they like to prop it up as how many sales they got for that. But when you consider the fraction of Xbox 360 owners and you have developers who are trying to make games for it, there are logical business decisions why you would not make a game that only caters to a fraction of the total console's you know, market, essentially. Yeah, now but, that now you're... It's, but now it's not a required thing, so it's like... It, it's that fact now. It's like, oh, well, people have it, but now it's not the thing of, like, Kinect didn't work good or they didn't have as many. It's become a thing of people don't like this very much. Why now, should we make games for it? Now you have a device that's more powerful. It has better capabilities. Has. Now the onus is on the developers to make something that makes people want to connect that device to their system, to want to use it. What may have been, you know, soured in the past by terrible games because of just you know, not as much yet skittles and Skittles. steel battalions and whatnot now it's on the developers to say well they have the device on every xbox one in their homes some may not be using but now we have to put out a good product a good title that makes them want to use it that and that them. is on the that is on the developers what it but in the end it's on the developers and they might not come up with a good game for this and even if they do come out with a killer app, there's going to be a large audience that probably still won't get it just because it's based on Connect. I mean, what is it? That that uh, Rome game? Is that <laughs> Rise, Next? Rise. Yeah, Rise or... Yeah, uh, that's uh, that's supposed to be a big Connect game. Actually, we? no. It, well, it's used not. To <laughs> it used to be. Oh. That was the intent of it. Back on Xbox 360. I, I believe that even strengthens my point. No, it's a quick time. It used game. to be. Yep. They tried. Yep. It was their big app for the Connect, and then they just drop it. I mean, yeah, there's going to be stuff for it, but even in-house, they couldn't figure out a good enough game. Because they first had Connect to turn was it to terrible. Quick time. 
The Kinect is, is, in my opinion, the Kinect is a piece of technology that is being used for the wrong uh, media. Yeah. Like, I don't think it fits with video games, but the Kinect is an amazing piece of equipment. It can do yeah. so much. And I think I was, I, I think if you go back uh, to the episode where we had, where they first announced the X-Bone, and they showed up the Kinect, I was like, that's really cool. I like all that. And even though they had all those other things, I'm pretty sure I wasn't against a whole lot of it. I still am not against a whole lot of it. But but you don't think it's going to work out. I don't think it's going to work out. I, I completely agree. I, I think that, honestly, the best marketing decision Microsoft has made right now was what they did on NFL Kickoff. Mm-hmm. That commercial. Look at all the things you can do with the Xbox One and the Kinect and fantasy football and nothing about games because that's what the Kinect, that's what all those other features are for and that'll get your dude bros playing Madden 25. That's right. I'm going to get a Wii U. That's my... (laughs) I'm going to wait on this stuff later, but I'm getting a Wii U this year. That's my (laughs) statement on Uh, all this. That's my hope. Uh, I think Ben and I came up with the agreement because we're moving in together soon hopefully the beginning of next year oh cool and uh hopefully and um i think we made the deal that if that he'll handle the ps4 if i handle the wii u because he doesn't want a wii u but he wants a ps4 and i want both no no, it's not that i i I do want a wii u i just want it much later on and stuff happens for it well by christmas there'll be like five games i want probably probably same i yeah pretty much like like I've always said, I'm always one of those one kind of game gamers. Like, I only need one game to last me for a very long time. It's just that I've had expendable income, and it's just like, I can buy this game? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I miss those days. I still have a family video down the street, so I can I miss them when games. I wasn't... I miss them... I miss the days when I wasn't absolutely terrified to buy a game and thinking, am I going to be able to pay rent after this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Them gerbs. I want that back. Let's go to the PlayStation side of things and talk about the Vita, which some think, you know, despite the Vita being life in Latin, (laughs) I think it's not as much, kind of lying on a bit of deathbed. So Sony had a, just a random conference over in Tokyo for Japan, maybe in some preparation for a Tokyo Game Show, even though they'll have a presence there as well. And so they announced a slimmer version of the PlayStation Vita, 20% thinner, 15% lighter, comes in different colors, like white, gray, yellow, pink, another kind of gray, black. (laughs) Uh, The gray is kind of more of a blue, but anyway. Only a Wi-Fi model, about a gigabyte of... uh, in-system storage, still have to use those extremely expensive memory cards. And uh, the price over in Japan is coming out to about $200 here, which is now the current price of the Vita. Uh, October 10th, I believe, is the release date there. No word yet on international release. We never get the newer colors of stuff. (laughs) I was really surprised, this is later, but that we're getting those 3DS Pokemon Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, whoa, we're getting that. But not with the game. 
That's crazy. Oh, they, yeah, that's they, dumb. I didn't know that. They released it like a couple weeks before the game comes out with no game bundled in. <laughs> that's dumb. Anyway, the uh, the screen is an LCD display as opposed to the OLED. Uh, you know, as a Vita owner, I kind of like the heft in the original model. The OLED screen is gorgeous. So I'm not sure what to make of this. I don't think it's something that's going to make the system you know go into people's hands more they need more games it's the games that sells the system and so even if it did come over to america i wouldn't be surprised if you know this did not lure people to get a playstation vita because the games are still the games I, there are games that i like on the system but they have not hit that system seller title yeah. yet like I want a Vita, but right now the only game I, the only two games I could even imagine buying for it right now are Persona Four and Katamari, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like you there are no other games I'm interested in. But remember the Roco? Remember when you were saying Roko that? Uh, Who cares? Yoko, remember when you were saying that uh, that Rayman Legends you should play that on Wii U? Yeah. If I think it's on Vita, and I have to say that probably would play very well too. It probably would. Yeah, I, mean, I would imagine with touchscreen as well. Um, but I, I, know, I just, I just think it, it's kind of clumsy to use your thumbs and all that. There's no stylus that comes with Vita. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's just, it makes a lot more sense to have that precision when you're moving Murphy around on the, the gamepad. Although, I'll tell you, when you're playing by yourself, Globox is a dumbass at times. <laughs> I love his down <laughs> animation. Mm hmm. Weird. Yeah. Anyway, like, I don't necessarily see this catching on, even if it does come over to the States. I think what has a better chance, on the other hand, although it's still kind of a stretch idea, is PlayStation Vita TV. The 10 centimeter by 6 centimeter device. I think it's that so is, tiny. I know. Acts as an Ouya like device. Uh, an Apple TV-like device, if you will. Has a slot where you put in the PlayStation Vita games. Comes with a DualShock 3 controller. And so it makes you wonder, what can't this do? Play PS4 games? Like, mm, it's apparently supposed to uh, get to you, that point. You can, or you will be able to kind of use it as a... PlayStation 4 streaming router. But you still need a PS4. PS4. You would still need a PS4, yes. Anyway, the point is you cannot play PlayStation Vita games on the PlayStation Vita TV that have touchscreen controls because there is no way to do so on a DualShock 3 controller which comes with PlayStation 3 as well. (laughs) So, great games like Gravity Rush... You can't do that. Those also rely on tilt controls a little bit. Um, you can still play things like Persona 4 Golden and Disgaea. Uh, there's a list of games that it is compatible with. But for things like Uncharted Golden Abyss, if it requires touch, you can't do that on this PlayStation TV. But for the equivalent of $99, again, no word on an international release. It was a Japan announcement. Um... You know, and it seems to be coming out soon over there. It also has all the different apps and whatnot uh, that come with PlayStation Vita. It's an interesting solution. 
Um, I don't. I like it. I don't think I'd have any practical use for it myself, but I don't think it's a dumb idea or anything. I don't think I'd buy it simply because when I buy a mobile game, it's probably because I want to play it mobily. I mean, it's I like it. It's cool. It's a cool idea, and I don't think they're on the wrong track. But like, if I'm gonna buy Vita games, I'm gonna buy a Vita so I can play them when I'm not home. I'm completely opposite. I want to play all my DS and 3DS games on my TV, and I'm pissed <laughs> that I cannot. Yeah, they should have done that with the 2DS, right? Yeah. Except that was targeted mm-hmm. towards kids, so what do we know? I think, yeah, the only thing I would like to Fitness. do with this is that with the HDMI out, you know, maybe use it for streaming purposes, uh, because somehow Vita never decided to put an HDMI out in the handheld itself. Yeah. Like, because that was smart. Um, so I wouldn't see myself getting something like this because I already have a PlayStation Vita and I do enjoy using it as a portable system. Uh, but this is basically Sony's attempt at trying to make it more relevant, try to get its presence more well-known in the market share. And I'm not sure this is necessarily the way to do it when you just need to make better and more games. Yeah. Can you still do the uh, <clears throat> popular thing people do to Vita that they did with the PSP? I don't think it is as easy to do so. I'm sure someone has figured it out, what you're mm. mentioning, but it is not as rampant and widespread. That's too bad. Yeah. Because I would get a PS Vita for the, if, if, if I could treat it as a more wallet-friendly version of what I'm using my 3DS for. Hmm. That thing people do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder what I could mean. Mm, yes. Oh, mm. apparently my link for the, the hilarity of the week here did not click, so let's open that up. Bully is a game that was on, I believe, PlayStation 2 and Xbox, and also has a Steam version. And I think I got an Xbox 360 <coughs> version, maybe, because there's Xbox 360 achievements. A user on Tumblr uh, kind of dug up the achievements of the game and pointed out, <laughs> which I found to be amusing for the people that are the achievement whores who must collect every little thing, that there is an achievement in the game Bully where you play a teenaged boy where you are required to kiss a boy. And so you get... The homophobic comments and whatnot. Um, ben, didn't we just talk about this on the list? I did, because I want to play Bully, <laughs> and I'm totally going to make that happen. Well, what did you say, as opposed to you know, spoiling that part of the episode, what did you say on the list? Um, well, like, I've always wanted to play the game, and... Uh, or no, it may not have been the list. I think it was Marty was playing Bully. Was it? Yeah. But uh, I've wanted to play Bully. And uh, I love that this is becoming a controversy a controversy now, after mm-hmm. it's been out for so long. Yep. And there's been countless hilarious videos on YouTube of people doing it over and over. Um, <laughs> I haven't looked that far. Oh, no. I've, I've, I've known about this for a while, but uh, I don't know. It's just, it's silly. And it, it's kind of sad that there's no, there's not as much guy on guy action in, in, almost in semi-sim games like this. 
Right. I mean, you did have that as an option for you know romantic options in Dragon Age. I think mm-hmm. Dragon Age Two was when it started to introduce. Maybe they had the first one. I didn't play those ones, but then Mass Effect Three they added it. Um, you know, those are the gameplay options here. I, you know, a lot of these comments from the Xbox 360 achievements are, you know, at least a couple years old. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it's just more amusing, you know, the hilarity of the week to add some sort of humor to it. Just funny that people think that they have to do it, and so they get their feathers all ruffled because they have to get every achievement. They should play Tulip. <laughs> Guys, my favorite comment here is this achievement is a wee, this achievement is a wee bit gay. It's just <laughs> a wee bit. It's just a bit. I like the it's one that says how do you kiss though. men? <laughs> oh god. I hate the internet. I love the internet. I don't know, I do like to imagine people like just sucking it up and doing this achievement just for that completion feel and then just complaining about how it makes them feel weird inside <laughs> and they get really when they probably didn't even weeks. feel anything they just want to stir shit up I don't oh know. yeah super someone's mm-hmm. saying hi to you in the chat oh am I in the chat no you're so popular no, but you're, you. you're on the stream <laughs> Can, well, okay, yes. They can hear everything we've been saying. I don't know if you've known. Oh, God. What are some of these comments? I'll have to do this late at night. WTF is wrong with the game developers. Get it together, game developers. If you, <laughs> if you go, if you scroll down, you get to see two other uh, achievements that you can get. And they're a lot happier about that. Of course they are. Because... You could peep under a girl's skirt or you know, stare down her chest. The view of the valley, as it were. <laughs> to give in to your male instincts. That's, and, yeah. yet it's the, and yet it's over the rainbow. Way up high? Feathers. Oh, we just had to bring that, that into this, huh? <laughs> Is it because we're from Kansas? Is that the thing? Okay. No, it's the it's achievement name. Shh. Shh. Let me have my moment. No, we're not going to get mad about this. <laughs> Dobo, you are not a typical male gamer. You're not even a typical male. Yeah. Are, are you, are you, are you, we're not even sure if you're male. Ben, can can you confirm? Oh, 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 he's male. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> this just got really weird. Okay. What does that mean? What? Are you, are you going to clack your, just your heels XYs. together and say, I want to go home. I want to go home. No, it's there's no place like home. If you're going to make fun of us, do it right. <laughs> God. It's, it's too bad that you had to correct yourself. <laughs> Kansas thing. That's, that's too bad. Uh, Let's get to the story pool and run through these really quickly. You know, Kansas so- sucks. <laughs> oh, don't worry. We're in agreement here. Yeah, we don't like it here. Apple announced their uh, new iPhones. You have the 5S, which is the upgrade to the 5. They're kind of discontinuing the 5, interestingly enough. Uh, the 5S has is the first 64-bit smartphone, so they claim they also have their new A7 processor, as well as an M7 chip that handles all the motion stuff. And one of the more interesting things that people are kind of making light of and whatnot, but could be really interesting for future security, is the iTouch, where the iTouch ID, where you basically place your thumb on the home button and it reads your fingerprint. And that could be really interesting. 
Yeah. I know. I, I have a lot of NSA jokes about that. Oh, yeah. Or people, like, when they mug you for your iPhone, they have to cut off your thumb now, too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's yeah. kind of great. I know. I have a 4S. I'm looking to upgrade my phone. I think that's what I'll be going with. Although I don't think I'll be doing the gold champagne colored iPhone. I, why? Why not? I, I saw a silly. It's champagne. It's very adult. Mm-hmm. You also have iOS 7 out on September 18th. That's pretty soon. That's usually the thing what happens with Apple is they make these announcements and like, oh yeah, and it's out next week and go. Uh, also, you have the 5C, which is basically an iPhone 5's guts, uh, all colorful, uh, made of you know not as expensive materials, and it's costing half the price for the uh, the starting model at 16 gigabytes. Whereas 5S is 199 with a two-year contract, 5C is $99 with a two-year contract for the 16 gigabyte. So, I mean, it's always important, you know, Apple is a big, big company, and usually their phones are met with greater fanfare than, you know, any Android phone. Or a Windows yeah. phone, because Windows... Android is it, dominating the phone market, you know. It is, with... All these cheaper well, of models. The guy who has a game out on the Android OS is going to say that. <laughs> it's not even that. I just I, I can't imagine going back. To I iPhone. prefer my Android, yeah. And and iPhones aren't a bad piece of tech, but I only got very I only I only changed to iPhone because I wanted to be able to put music on it without like I don't know. I just wanted music again. You go music. You used I got Google Music. I got, yeah, got 5,000 songs on a cloud that I can access anywhere. Yeah, Google Music, I think, holds up to And read the manual. I listen well, yeah, to that Google, on the way to Michigan. Google Music is it's good, but like, God forbid you go anywhere with a shoddy connection to the internet, which surprisingly enough, out in this part of the city, is very common. Uh, you can't hear anything ever. But mm. you can put stuff on it, too. Yeah, you can choose stuff to be available on offline. That's, that's the thing is you can it's like with Android you have several different options for like screen sizes and features and power and iPhone it's like well you gotta get the new model that's the only model there is you gotta get this model and you just have options and I like that and I'm not I'm not dissing the iPhone cause it's I mean it's not a bad piece of tech or anything oh yeah as, as an OS I like Android better I just I don't know that was my reasoning for getting an iPhone yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to 5S because the 4S doesn't even do LTE because it's a couple years old. But uh, I saw a little little fan commercial just making fun of Apple, and the guy had the old phone and the new phone in both of his hands. He's like the new iPhone, and then he was like confused, like oh, which. <laughs> <laughs> also, 5C is going to be really big in China, so watch out for that. Um, but can we all laugh at Microsoft and their phones? Because yes. I saw. I saw a tweet. You had me at life at laugh at Microsoft. <laughs> I saw That's all Tony really needs. I did yeah. see a tweet uh, that was, you know, kind of in response to Apple's announcement. That's like, oh, eight megapixels. Well, that's nice. Yeah, eight megapixels. Eight megapixels. We have forty-one in our Nokia Lumia ten eighty. I'm thinking, why the hell would you need forty-one megapixels? Like there is more than eight. There is no need for 41 megapixels in camera. Plus, that doesn't account for things like the aperture, the you know the lens, the the different flashes. I mean, 
There is more to a camera just saying, well, ours is bigger. It's, it's a big dick-waving contest. That's really all it is. Well, it's I think they also forgot that it's a phone! <laughs> I thought it was a camera that can call people. They they can take the forty one megapixel pictures, sure, but in order to send, you know, the the pictures over network connections and all, they dumb it down to five megapixels. Yeah, you can get the forty one megapixels, which is like seven thousand by four thousand something pixels, Neat. which is ridiculous. <sighs> anyway, you can see the pores on your face. <laughs> Ooh. See every speck on your stupid, ugly mug. It's the phone for stalkers. <laughs> Yay. Well, the point about this is that Microsoft's phone she division, they bought Nokia's phone division, so now they're going to be in charge of making their own phones in addition to you know lending out their Windows phone platform to other things. I don't see Windows phone catching on at all. Like it has see already, Windows right? 8. Looking anything catching on. <laughs> speaking, of which, coming? speaking of which, doesn't the Xbox One interface that got leaked, so we're not exactly sure, look exactly like Windows 8's interface? Yeah, Probably. you're surprised That's by not this? Good. <laughs> See, not surprised, 8... but when something gets universal, hey, this is bad, it's like, we should keep doing that. Maybe they'll do a yeah, 180 I, on it. Who knows? I, hmm. well, like, I don't here, know if it was universally hated. I think I recall it being like, I don't want this on my computer, but I can see this being a tablet thing. Yeah, and that's fine, and but they, like, they, they, let's ignore they, that. But, you know, this is kind of the whole Windows 8, that interface thing. I can see that being big with Connect. Hmm. Like, here, here's the thing with Windows 8. I just got, uh, the school I am currently going through, I got a new computer through it, and uh, it runs on Windows 8. Oh, you and, poor, um, poor soul. It's, it's really pretty, but it's very obvious that Windows 8 was built for a touchscreen. Like, if you don't have a touchscreen, you can't do anything. Like, the tiles are, they're nice looking, yes, and the start menu and all that. But, like, can't you run know. it in a Windows 7 mode? Uh, maybe. Uh, we were actually told for school we're not allowed to do that because we need to learn how to program on Windows 8. Ugh. So. And oh my but goodness. 8 .1 is, but isn't 8.1 coming out that uses the 7 interface? I have no idea. I think it is. Almost certain it is. I thought it like brings back the start button. That would be nice. Right now we had to the go start down button the... takes you back to the main view of like, <laughs> like all those. Here's the thing. Right squares. now we had to, we had to go download a separate app that put a power button in an obvious spot. Good right. stuff. How do you mess that up? Good OS Microsoft. Microsoft. But they had seven point one billion dollars to throw at Nokia, so New remember when they, they were the big phone it. makers in like two thousand three? Yeah. Seven. Time seven. I'm I'm still waiting for a new engage. I think that's coming back. <laughs> Microsoft's the one to do it. You know, you Very say well that so you say that as a joke, but is it really a joke? It's gonna be the M gauge. <laughs> oh, it's I on now. Be moving backwards though in the alphabet. M gauge one. Dude, there's a two DS. <laughs> 
Nintendo recently announced a Pokemon Direct, where it was a 20-minute little thing, and they had a different format where it was a round table, and I didn't enjoy the format because there was a lot of filler or whatnot, but it came out with some interesting announcements. Uh, It's a 20-minute... a catchy uh, way to enter it. They didn't go round table. (laughs) (laughs) It was a 20-minute Direct in a four-pound, or a four-minute bag, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. When they started doing recaps of the generations of Pokemon, like, oh, we get it. Stop. Please stop wasting the time. Maybe it was a nice medley. Uh, I want to say... Give us the fighting game already. <laughs> I wanted to say, Luigi's been in, like, every Nintendo Direct. Every... Th- this year, I wanted him to show up, yes. like, for no reason. Like, they had all these Pokemon sprawled over... Like on these shelves behind him, and I just wanted Luigi to like fall and like wreck all of them. <laughs> Where you just like, pow! Like, you know yeah, what I want now? Cool. I want them to like do a big panoramic view of every single Pokemon, and just like in the middle of all of them, just all six hundred Luigi, just right there, a little sprite of Luigi, and see if anybody notices. Luigi, <laughs> man. Luigi, the Pokemon. Luigi, among all these other different green Pokemon. <laughs> So Pokemon Bank is now a thing. Mm-hmm. Luigi confirmed for X and Y. Oh my god. What type is he? What type is he? Outfit He's green type. Green type. He's Broken. Green. <laughs> Broken. Green chew. Pokemon Bank takes advantage of cloud-based storage. Lets you store 3,000 Pokemon or up to basically 100 boxes. Man, also, me and you laughed really hard at that really tiny annual fee. Oh, yeah. Text at the bottom. Yeah, they put up that it's for an annual fee, and the tax was just like, oh, 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 are they going to just gonna gloss over that? They mentioned it later, but we're like, don't you fucking, I saw that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, 500, 500 yen in Japan, again, they haven't really confirmed what the exact details, like, you know, release date and price, but it's probably going to be $5 a year, which is pretty good. The McDonald's yeah. meals, guy. This is fine. Uh, it also comes with the Poke Transporter app, where you're able to bring Pokemon from Black and White and Black and White Two into X and Y. Which great move! It yeah, sounds yeah. like a service that can be continued into future generations if the you know technology continues to grow in this way, and that's a great idea. It's another good idea, especially when since they redid the whole badge thing in X and in uh, black and white. Pokemon up to level twenty, then thirty, then forty. Yep. Which means you mm. can't just start off your game. Here's a level one hundred. Is there is there any way to theoretically get your Pokemon from red and like trade it or do no. some do a no. thing? No. That's sad. No. That'd be neat. Uh, generate the generation two and three do have no way of moving them. Because yeah. that's when they did the switch, and all the Pokemon had their stats redone and stuff like that. Uh. Anyway, it's interesting that uh, they're going to try to have measures in place that block hacked Pokemon from being mm-hmm. uploaded to Pokemon Bank. We'll see how long that lasts. Yes. We hack the bank, and everybody gets robbed. <laughs> all your Pokemon <laughs> just disappear one day. They just announced the the fee, and it was called Pokemon Bank. And I saw Ross tweet like Pokemon Bank and taxes confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> I would play this shit out of that game. <laughs> so, uh, do I get like interest and stuff if I store more Pokemon? Do I just get like a Ratata every year? <laughs> you just get an egg. It's got to be the top. It's got to be the top percentage of Ratatas, though. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did I ever tell anybody about the hack I wanted to make one day that just replaced every single Pokemon in a game with Rattata? Every single one, like all the trainers Pokemon, all the wild Pokemon, everything is a Rattata. Why not? And if you do. Beat it, because then if you win, if you beat the uh, Elite Four and all their Rattata, then suddenly you really do have a Rattata in the top percentage of all Rattatas. Whoa. It's Hall of Fame. It's just all Rattatas. <laughs> Hall of Fame is like top percentage of Rattatas. There you go. So Did you rename the region? No, it'd still be like, I, I was going to do it with uh, Johto. Or maybe Kanto. Uh, and just keep them all Rattatas. Rattato. <laughs> Yes. So then they're all like, also, you, you get your regular starters, but you also get a Kanto starter just because. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> yeah, you get the Kanto starter from the professor, but Kanto starter from the Kalos starter from your friend. And then here's a free Torchic. Yeah, a Torchic on top of that. Mm-hmm. And, so, oh yeah, these, uh, these Gen 1 starters, they have Mega Evolutions. Which all of them wanna... look very unimpressive, except for Blastoise, who looks awesome. I don't know. I like Charizard the most. Like Charizard Blastoise looks cool. Just like, like I, I like how they look. Like, I expect. Um, I expected Blastoise. Charizard. I'm just kind of like, he kind of looks like a dragon now. Firefly. I mean, I'm not, I'm not God saying they look, freaking. I'm not saying they look bad. I'm just saying they look very plain. Yeah. Like compared to their original forms, compared to the other Mega Evolutions we've seen, they don't look as souped up as the others look. No, uh, dude, Bat Cannon does it for me. <laughs> Venusaur looks barely different. It's yeah, I yeah. like his. Yeah, and Venusaur has a flower on its forehead, and that's about it. Flower on its forehead, and his little flower turns into a little tree. I'm just like, good, now he's Torterra. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Uh, that's, that's pretty funny. true. He's still poison. I, I, I really poison. started to like uh, Blastoise. I remember after they uh, they made the announcement for that little Pokemon special of like it's actually red and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Origin. Uh, somebody made a little GIF of Blastoise shooting out of his cannons, and it was like so much hype, like in sync with the <laughs> cannon shooting, and it's really funny. Like Blastoise is in, this is just silly, muscle bound. That thing was a Squirtle. That's what gets me. <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, yeah. I don't see it anymore. Not really, uh, no. You gotta I, I, get the, just, the Squirtle Squad glasses. The most excited yeah. thing I am about about this new Mega Blastoise is I'm just like, soon that model will be in Gary's mod, and we're going to see a lot of this Blastoise using his gun hands against things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> filmmaker. Did you also hear like that, that there are new Mega Evolutions? There's Mega Garchomp now? And it looks uh, awesome. I saw an entire I saw an entire list of... What Pokemon are we getting? Mega le- Mega. You also have Mega Mewtwo X and Mega y. Mewtwo Y. Is... And I like Mega Mewtwo X. Mega Mewtwo X looks awesome. He really like. I am not. I'm not against how the how the other one looks, but Mega Mewtwo X looks awesome. Mm-hmm. You're gonna beat your face in because he's psychic fighting now. Really? Oh God, that's awesome. I'm really Why be Psychic Fairy then? Why if why is Psychic Fairy? I could see that being very powerful. Yeah. Interesting. Well Gardevoir is now Psychic Fairy. So but then Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, they have Fairy has all the different, you know, type changes and all this that's now confirmed as well. 
my goodness, we're at about an hour and a half of the show, so we got to try to get through these pretty quickly. Also, Thank God I already did mine, huh? Yeah, right? While we're on Pokemon, they did mm-hmm. show the second evolutions of everything, and Froakies looks the best, so ha. Yep. I don't know, Fennekin. I like Fennekin. I, I like Fennekin like as become, well. It's going to be I, Fire Psychic. I'm totally like, I'm down for that. Just like a maid. Chessman's silly. Yeah, Chessman looks like a Katamari reject, is how I <laughs> described it earlier. Just Froakies watch Chessman's... To... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I'm just like, Froakie's looking like, next evolution, it's going to be the handsome Squidward face. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Alright, games that are out recently of Diablo 3 for PS3 with those weird foursome commercials... I don't know, man. Those, those are a thing. Uh, Rayman Legends, we we love. Go buy that. Castle of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse HD. I got to play. Kirkhope play. did the music. Yep. Yeah, Grant Kirkhope did the music. I still need to play Ducktales. Oh, that's, that's true. Fun. Killzone Mercenaries <laughs> out on Vita. That's one of their big holiday things. That and Tearaway. Uh, you could do better Vita, honestly. <laughs> and then uh, Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 Remix. <laughs> Everyone's playing that. NHL 14 is also out. I don't know. I, I think I'm waiting until next gen to give you know, a lot of the, the sports games another go. Uh, NHL 14, though, cool thing. You get to play an NHL 94 mode, which used to be just the controls from NHL 94 ported over to the new version to make it simpler controls. But for NHL 14, because it's the 20-year anniversary of that game... They're changing the entire kind of game engine, bringing back classic sounds from like the Genesis era of hockey games, which I love. More of a top-down camera. Players are have like different kind of frames to them. Like they're different. They're not like normal sized and all that because they're they'd be bigger on the ice because that's what they were in '94. It's a different kind of hockey game, a more arcade style, and that's in NHL 14 as an option. So that's pretty cool. And then Puppeteer is on PlayStation 3, a $40 game, uh, has a really neat art style to it, kind of like a, a stage show, Japanese influence a little bit. Yeah. Check that one out a little bit. Looks interesting. On the subject of Kingdom Hearts, I just thought about it. Kingdom Hearts 3, give me a Duckburg level. Yeah? <laughs> just that music the whole time. Yes, please. <laughs> I want a Pixar battle Worlds theme. too. I want a battle well, game I mean, based Woody and Buzz on the DuckTales. Were, Woody and Buzz were supposed to be uh, they were supposed to be assist trophies in two, or yeah, summons assist trophies. <laughs> assist <Jesus> trophies. <laughs> well, yes. Damn it. Um, they were supposed to be summons in two because they like found unfinished models on the disc, but I guess that just didn't happen. So it's, I think it's super possible that we're going to get Pixar Worlds. I want an Incredibles World uh, Square, if you could give me that. Uh, that'd yes. be cool. Yes, so Duckburg, Incredibles... Anything else you guys want to add? That Star Wars light and dark just uh, fits so no. well in that world, it's not even funny. Please, no. I, won't. I don't no, really I want Star Wars. I the candy anything. carnival from uh, from the hobo cookie short. <laughs> no one knows. And uh, Paper about. Man. All right. Man, now I'm stuck thinking, like, Pitt's like, here we go, and putting up an assist trophy in to infinity. <laughs> <laughs> Make it happen, Sakura. You can do it. I believe in you. There's a Kotaku article like, don't expect Kingdom Hearts 3 in a while, because he's making Final Fantasy 15 too. You probably won't see it till 2015. I'm like, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, you gotta get Kingdom Hearts 2.5 HD Remix out the door, too. Did you not read the 13 games theory, Kotaku? <laughs> God. Kind of the plan, I guess. It's all along. I hope not. I oh, hope he wasn't like, let's make eight filler games. Let's skip an entire generation between two and three. <laughs> let's alienate everyone who loves us. Um, let's get to our soapbox and try not to make them too, too long. Um, mine is, as some of you know, I am in grad school. I've finished all my coursework for grad school, and now I am working on my thesis. And what I've chosen to do is make a documentary because I have the option to do a creative project as one of my few exit options. Uh, I've mentioned on the past shows that like I'm still trying to work out an idea, trying to get it confirmed and whatnot. I have gotten the idea confirmed. So I will be making a documentary uh, kind of with some Show Me Your News influence. I know we've talked about you know, films and documentaries on this show before. Uh, you know, the Smash one made by Rofa comes to mind for some of you. Although this one has to get done because I have to graduate. Uh, fortunately, I do have the Fortunately, I have the flexibility that I can push this back. I don't have to get it all done this semester because otherwise I may have died. Just with I remember, yeah, you were tweeting about like, okay, I don't have to finish everything ever this. And it's nice, like I don't have, I only have to register for one semester of class. I don't have to pay tuition on any additional semesters. I, you know, because a month is going to be taken up because I'm going to be interviewing human subjects, and there are different steps you have to go for approval for that. So, like, I can't get everything done this semester, but at least I can continue it into next semester. So, my goal is to graduate uh, in April. And which is nice because then I get to make the film I want and how I want it and not be rushed. So it is about, like some of you may know or may have guessed, it is about the console war struggle between the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4 from the, the vantage point of an industry study and an industry analyst analysis, excuse me, um, Kind of between the decisions of the corporations, how the media interprets that, and how the fans as consumers may or may not have feedback. So kind of that blend between industry, media, and consumer. Uh, and it, I think it's just it's a really interesting topic. It's We've been doing this on Show Me Your News for a couple of years now, and it kind of all culminates this November. I mean, when else has that happened? What other time in gaming history, in this age of social media, last console generation, you had 2005, 2006, companies could still keep things close to the vest. But if you remember, past couple of years ago, I mean, you had leaks coming out all over the place that more often than not ended up being true. You had people trying to sell Xbox One or Durango dev kits on eBay. There was a manifesto leak from Microsoft there were specs for the PlayStation Orbis that were coming out. So you had media jumping on these things, you know, leaks you know, coming out and being spread on social media. You had the Xbox 180 that is just the best kind of narrative 
twist that I could imagine for this kind of narrative flow of this documentary. So this is all going to be mostly uh, interview driven. You know, a lot of people that I've met through Show Me Your News and I know through Show Me Your News, you know, either it's going to be, you know, video Skype interviews or I'll be getting you at Yomacon uh, for interviews. So look forward to that. Sweet. Um, this is what I want to do and I'm, I get to make it, you know, for my graduation and my master's degree in communication huh. and media studies. So the targeted length is recommended 20 to 40 minutes long, so it's a sizable length. Um, I'm really looking forward to working on it, although now I have to do a proposal that's like 15 to 20 pages, and then I have like a 25 to 30 page paper due at the end of it on top of the movie, so it's all not all fun and games. But, uh, I mean, to be able to... That's part of what master's education is. You are, in a sense, creating the knowledge, but in a sense where you pick exactly what you want to study and what you want to work on. And the fact that you know I get to really go in depth on kind of the narrative timeline and progression and the interactions of the choices and decisions and the outcomes of this, the battle of the boxes, if you will, I'm looking forward to that. That's my soapbox. That would be yeah, exciting. That really cool. Mm-hmm. That sounds pretty cool. Honestly. Hope Nintendo wins. <laughs> Making your entire <laughs> thing moot. That just that that just reminds me of that GIF that's like the the bike, the guy riding the bike and it says Nintendo under it, and it's oh, like yeah. you see a car coming for it yep. and it says <laughs> Microsoft, and then it just gets T boned by a bus that says Sony. <laughs> Well, I think part of my intent is I'm also interested in having that kind of be as just a, a kind of capturing what it was like at the time. Because I think in you know years from now, people won't necessarily remember that Microsoft had to pull a 180 and make the two systems very similar to each yeah. other. Uh, that Microsoft had these visions that they thought they knew what was best for the consumer. But because of that backlash, they saw a loss of sales and had to change that. I love social media so much. Mm-hmm. I wish, I wish when Genesis and Super Nintendo were coming out, we had Twitter. That would be pretty neat. Like I don't know, the internet's just. I love when uh, the Super Bowl like comes around because everyone's watching it and making silly comments, and just seeing social media put into these other events and like that in real life, like a console war. It's just cool. Uh, the election was like that too. It was like the last one was the first election we had. Where yeah. We had Twitter and Facebook as big as they were. It's interesting. People aren't going to know a world without this stuff soon enough. Yeah. So that's my topic for my documentary. Tony. Okay, I could go so in-depth in this. I'll try to keep it short. Yes, Uh, please do. (laughs) uh, Inafune, the creator of Mega Man. You said his name right. I did it. Is that? Uh, oh, I haven't said it all day. I, I still don't have any confidence in myself about that. Uh, <laughs> he came out with this little video at PAX, and he's all like, I'll make a game. And he's like, I want to do this. Uh, he, he, what gets me, okay, it's pretty much, it's called Mighty Number no. 9, and it's pretty much a spiritual successor to Mega Man. But I swear, it's like when I saw that, I'm like, he's so sticking it to Capcom. But I watched the video, and he seems, like, so genuine. Like, uh, when I talk to people, they they really want me to do new things and stuff. 
but they always really like my old like games and stuff. So I want to kind of make something like that, but I need your help. Help me make the game that we all want. And uh, it's just so heartwarming, and I feel like the guy's so like genuine, and he wants to do this. And it's just so it makes me so happy seeing people just reach out in this outpouring of like, yes, we want this. We're not getting it where we should, and we want this so bad. And it's... as of right now, we're over two million. They just broke oh, the wow. two million stretch goal. Uh, while I was sleeping. Ow. Dear started, God. It started, you know, 30 days left on the Kickstarter. They're now down to 19. So they've got two-thirds of the time left. <laughs> uh, if they get to 2,200,000, we'll get it on PS3 and whatnot, and uh, Xbox and Wii U. And way later is, like, next next gen. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know point, if they'll get to 3. that. 3.3 million is, yeah, next gen. I don't know if we'll get to that, but I'll be happy with... I'm going to keep my PS3 hooked up for a Dude, while. Dude, I'm excited for 2.75 million online co-op. What? Yeah, yeah, it's super. They did that. I know you're into I that stuff. D- I did not hear anything about that want. Right. So and I just, want all of what was just said. They they update uh, every day almost with like, thanks for this. Here's some fan art. They were, th- this is blown up. Fan art everywhere. Remixes of the main theme already exist. Uh, just everyone just going into this like, we want this, we want this. Yeah, it's only been like two weeks. This game has actually built a fan base already. And it's not even, I don't even think they've started that much of development yet. It's no. just... In kickstarting stages, it, and it already it was, has a massive fan base. The the game itself, the the actual like regular goal, was it was funded in a day and a half within forty eight yeah. hours. Before forty eight hours, they were like, okay, like everyone was surprised. It's funny because at the packs, you should watch the video because uh, they 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 start the Kickstarter page like at at packs, and uh. It's so funny because then they didn't click. Uh, do you agree to the terms and conditions? And they like had a big countdown and they had to do it again. Oh. <laughs> and, and it went up. It went up, and they didn't know that uh, Kickstarter refreshes while you sit on the page. So they put it up, and everyone's like, "Yay!" And then within seconds, like ten dollars. <laughs> everyone just starts laughing, and so the guy's like, "Well, it's just ten dollars," and then a hundred dollars more gets donated. <laughs> oh, it just starts going and going and going, and uh. I, like, what I have don't. We done? I don't want to be the hateful guy on this because I really I, I think he genuinely wants to do this because he can't do Mega Man anymore. But Capcom, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know who doesn't like two million dollars? Capcom, because they're like, oh no, no one wants that. Cancel everything. Cancel all five projects. Hey, this is kind of like Mega Man. Oh, they just made two million dollars. The thing isn't even out yet. In two weeks before the two game weeks. has even started development, I don't I'm understand. Sure it's because that. we were all terrified that it might not be a thing yep. because of what happened to Legends, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just it's just so nice to see, and it's so it is kind of like we're, we're sticking it to Capcom too in a way, which is nice. Trust me. Uh, but somebody made a comment like. Why don't they just put Mega Man Legends three on Kickstarter if they're so if they're so <laughs> unsure about it? Yeah, just do that and see what happens. But I've seen a lot of detractors from that too, saying no, they have the money, they should do it. That's true. Yeah. I don't know. It's I cannot wait for this. It, it, it'll be a long haul. It'll be out in like two years, but it's gonna be. I'm so happy this is a thing, and I, 
And he's saying that Japanese developers aren't aware of Kickstarter. Yeah, you don't see them very often on Kickstarter. I hope this becomes a thing in the future for gaming for cool projects. I really, really, really do. And uh, also, and uh, Cyberlink will go into this after the show. He Mm -hmm. sent us a little clip. Shantae's on Kickstarter. They're making a new Shantae game, and that's really cool. Well, new new soapbox. (laughs) Sorry, Ben. Well, he can still use this it. This has happened games. before. Yeah. It's just been mentioned. No, I don't even like Shantae anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to suck. Should we have Doba go next while you think of one? We should do that, yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, mine is more of a rant than a... Mine is a little bit less happy than Tony's. But, I mean... Well, I never mind. We're skipping yours. <laughs> um, mine is about and the whole... Backup. Very recently, uh, I ain't stopping. Very recently, Kojima came out and started mm. talking about a certain character in Metal Gear Solid Five, and uh, that character was Quiet, who is the uh, sniper character of this, and also I guess confirmed the love interest of the game and everything. Oh, um, but she got a little costume change, and by costume change. Um, all right. So the original wording in his tweets was he was making they were making her more erotic, and then he came out and of course he freaking you know corrected himself. Um, people are freaking out about this costume change, and uh, I'm just gonna come out and say it: the people who are freaking out about the costume change and like getting angry at Kojima are dumb. Mm-hmm. Not because the costume is a bad idea. All right, I understand you don't like the costume. I'm not a huge fan of it myself, um, but one, we don't know anything about this character. Two, we are putting a lot of stake in comments made on a Twitter where the tweets were not in English originally and are not do not have the best track record for being translated all that well. Um, because lest we forget, uh, you know, Kojima's Japanese. He barely speaks what? English. Are you sure? And we're like everybody's reporting Tony, you on. Sounded offended. No, I'm kidding. Every everybody's like reporting on these English tweets, and I we're looking too far into translated tweets here, guys. Here's here's my thought on the issue. Kojima is not one of those stupid Japanese. Let's put tits on her like developers. He's a very smart, artistic. I love that man so much. Yeah, and here's, he's, here's the... There's going to be eight symbolic things why she looks like that, I promise yeah. you. And not not to mention, like, everybody's calling, saying, like, oh, Kojima's was being sexist here. Um, guys, if anything, I'm going to call Kojima one of the least sexist game developers there are for multiple reasons. Um, he doesn't just do this to the females, guys. Raiden spent an entire 20-minute section of his game. He's the only character outside of Johnny who is, again, a male who spends any part of any of the games completely naked um, during gameplay. Mm. And he spends, like, 20 minutes of it, and it's a huge joke during the game. Um, Big Boss spends a lot of his... uh, In Metal Gear Solid 3, he spends a lot of the game uh, shirtless. Um, with camo. Like, 
And not to mention, if you're going to get angry at Kojima about Quiet, where the hell were you when Sniper Wolf was a thing? Or when uh, Eva was a thing? Or oh, when the yeah. entire B&B core was a thing? Like, we're jumping a little I bit. I'm going to make a guess. too fast. I'm going to make a guess and say that's Octo Camo to throw the enemy off. Or <laughs> Immediately, in the cutscene, people are going to be like, oh. Well, he hey, said that I... there was, like, like wait until you see the character reasons for why she looks like this, because then and you're going to feel, like, completely even the different actress, about it. Like, even the actress who is, like, giving her face to quiet said, I understand why she dresses like this. I really just can't tell you right now. I'm not allowed. Kojima... Kojima is not the anime put boobs on him artist. He is a smart dude. Like he's, he's one of the crazy. smartest storytellers I know in the world. He will have a reason for it. Shut the hell up. Like and then, I I just I don't know. You want to know? I, that? I think I don't think Kojima is a sexist. I think he just hates shirts. All right, let's put yeah. it that. Way. He you hates. Want to know another stuff. thing for people to shut up about? You know how in the E three trailer for MGS five. How they were child soldiers, mm-hmm. and yeah, then Punish man, Snake was shooting at those child soldiers. Everybody's really freaking out about oh, that let's, one. Yeah, let's let's the, that that didn't happen. What are you talking I'm, about? I'm thinking our priorities are a little skewed here, guys. Ko- Kojima, don't give a fuck with this, and I'm so happy. Except for the Kiefer thing. That, I hope that's not true. Still, <laughs> and- I still don't think it is true. I still well, hold on I- to that. I, I'm just going to focus on the fact that Eli is probably a child liquid snake and just, mm. just going to wait for the game. That's yep. so cool. I love it. That's and that's, that is my soapbox. I, everybody freaking out about quiet. You guys are doing it in the stupidest way possible, and I don't think you guys are entirely justified in your freak out for this, in this situation. Ben, did you, you find something? I got a little short one from a cool. couple weeks ago. Um, I haven't read too much into this, but... Uh, I do like this one, so it's not so much of a rant, uh, but I do like it. Um, a new paper uh, came out in the Journal of Youth and Adolescence, which shows no positive correlation between violent video games and acts of aggression. The study of 377 children with attention deficit and depressive symptoms, in fact, showed a slight negative correlation, which the result researchers posit is due to the games awarding some measure of catharsis. Nice. And I wonder how much of this will hit mainstream. <laughs> exactly zero percent, but yeah. <laughs> God, I, I don't know. I, I remember there was some story recently about uh, a boy who uh, was like some 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 boy who uh, had and had recently like murdered someone, and it was because he people were blaming it on Grand uh, Theft yes, Auto, where yes. you quote unquote win points when you kill people because <laughs> that happens. <laughs> oh yeah, it's. And like, I'm mad that they were specifically talking about Grand Theft Auto 4, which is a very dark. Uh, it, it is a dark game, and a lot of it is based around uh, killing specific people. But it, he's the character is never happy about it. It is a very tortured sort of uh, path that you have to take, and it's a lot I of can't. deciding. Hmm? I can't take that game seriously anymore after reading about the, the turbo swing glitch. <laughs> yeah, there's that. Um, <laughs> Like that one uh, piano mod. <laughs> that mod was awesome. It's pretty great. But uh, I don't know. I, I like whenever uh, more because there's plenty of studies that have been done 
that back this up. Like, this is not, like, the first study where it's been this case. Mm -hmm. But uh, I really wish these things would start coming to the public light more. Yeah. But uh, who knows? There's this, they're not as inflammatory enough, unfortunately. Yeah. Get the ratings. If you could link that in our Skype chat so I could oh, put yeah. that in our show notes, that would be great. Thank you. Oh, gosh, we're definitely over time. But read the manual, fans. What did you expect? These guys do three- to four-hour podcasts on the regular. We're cursed. And so we're running to to two hours here from our one-and-a-half target here. Before we go, though, let's do some YouTube recommendations. Super, why don't you start? How about I not start? Why? Because I don't have one at this exact moment in time. (laughs) Okay. Give me two seconds, all right? Wait, no, no, never mind. Doba. Uh, I would recommend my show, but I'm going to be able to, uh, our show, but I'm going to uh, be able to plug that in. It's got to be something good. Um, (laughs) Oh, 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 I see how it is. Ouch. Um, Motherfucker, you do that. (laughs) You do that joke all the time. (laughs) That's our We We can do it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Only need any help, help from it. you, Tony. <laughs> but uh, all right. So I am hoping I'm not stealing Ben's, and if I am, I'm sorry, because this is something that we both just saw today. Yeah, okay. I know what you're gonna pick. You're not gonna steal mine. Don't worry. Okay. Um, okay. here's the thing. Uh, the movie, the video is called "Luigi Wins Against Every Level Nine CPU by Doing Absolutely Nothing." It is exactly what it sounds like. They put in melee. They put Luigi up against a level nine CPU in a one stock match, and the level one CPU almost immediately, every time, suicides and dies. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so good. Like every single one. Some of them make it pretty far. Uh, some of them actually, you know, make a conscious effort to die. Like Doc, who, if he would have just stayed where the hell he was. Luigi was about to die, but he actually consciously ran past Luigi, dived to the ground, and died first. (laughs) Or, you know, um, Captain Falcon, who died on Final Destination, who was the only one that did it on Final Destination because he just kept going for Luigi even after he was dying, um, and then again died first. Or, you know, Jigglypuff, who got Luigi to 100% on Brinstar Depths, and then just stood there as the stage rotated. Oh, no. And died. (laughs) But Ganondorf's is my favorite, because Ganondorf (laughs) actually uh, is about... Okay, so when they do Ganondorf's, they do it on the Super Mario Bros. 2 stage. And Luigi's just standing there, and Ganondorf starts kicking him. He flies, he hits the wall, he grabs the edge. Ganondorf kicks, Luigi flies, hits the wall, grabs the edge. And if he would have just kept up that, that would have been fine. But after, like, three times doing this, Ganondorf just jumps off the edge and dies. He just gives up. It was so great. <laughs> this record is too strong for me. I think my favorite is Pichu, where they're on foresight, and Pichu is falling down one of the buildings and uses up B and completely arcs over an entire building and falls down the other side. <laughs> and the same guy has he has three videos where he did um, Luigi wins against a team of level nine CPUs by doing absolutely nothing. That's like nine seconds long. Yeah, the match is about nine seconds long. It's on Congo Jungle. Uh, or Jungle Japes, sorry. Jungle Japes, yeah. It's on yeah. Jungle Japes, and uh, all three of them just suicide almost immediately. That's two stock per each, right? 
Uh, I yeah, believe I it's so. Stark Burridge. And then there's the video Fox's Insanity, which um, is again on Jungle Japes, where it shows Fox in a 50-stock match keep killing himself in pretty much the exact same way 49 times in one match without killing Luigi once. In fact, I don't even think he hits Luigi once. <laughs> oh, no, he doesn't. He, he almost breaks the loop once, and a claptrap comes and wrecks his shit. <laughs> <laughs> and great. it's just... Uh, They're great videos. Definitely give them a watch. Ben. Um, I got mine from... Uh, it came out about, I think, like in June, and it's... Uh, it's called Disney Dudes, and <laughs> oh god, Decaf will know this one. Super, do you know it? I know this. I, I know this oh, one now. Very well. We, I told you. That, I, that, my only question now is, which one? <laughs> which one? What? Which Disney dudes? You mean like which which guy or? There like are which... more than one. Oh wow! Well, this one is uh, is where it shows uh, five famous female characters. From Disney movies, uh, dumping uh, their boyfriends okay, with, yep. t- towards the camera, essentially, um, and they do that because you can't see, like you can't see their boyfriends because uh, the boyfriends are played by the same people. It's it's <laughs> like guys are all drag. a drag to start. Yeah, and then they they dump and the Ariel camera. walks by hopping. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, and then it and then it shows the boys, and they're they're in this classroom sitting there sad and. Uh, the janitor comes in with a Mickey Mouse hat on and says, like, oh, I'm supposed to clean up in here. And they're like, ah, maybe not right now. We just got dumped by our girlfriends, which seems very not linked at all. But uh, but then he suggests you can either sit around and mope or you can start a boy band. And they do, they do this whole song routine. It's pretty enjoyable. I'm just they glad say- that you finished the sentence in a not disgusting manner. Because <laughs> you started <laughs> saying, like, these, these you know, five girls from your Disney movies dumping their boyfriends. <laughs> I'm like, oh, thank goodness. Oh, it's, it's, it's tasteful, and it's by the guy who did uh, Beauty and the Beat, which is the, uh, the uh, Project's ghetto version of Bonjour from Beauty and the Beast, mm. which is entertaining on some level. <clears throat> that was my video. Nice. Tony. Mine is just GTA 4, You Got a Friend in Me, where they hack Woody in place of the main character, and he just guns people down. Immediately looking us up. Man, Woody and Buzz, they're getting the shout-outs. Well, he said Disney, and I remembered it, because I saw a long time ago, and I've never mentioned it on here, because I didn't did know what to say. The, Tony, did you ever see the piano mod that we mentioned earlier? Where they no. replaced the car with a piano, and the whole video is like five minutes of him driving around on this piano while uh, <laughs> I don't remember yeah. what the song's called. Link him away from town. Yes. That's all I know. <laughs> Put oh. a link in the Skype chat, please. A thousand miles. Yeah. 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 That's a good video, by the way. Uh, did you watch my video from last week, Yoko, with the football? I loved it. Dude, right? Didn't it ruin the, the opening games for you? Yes. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> Dan Smith, EYU. <laughs> Especially when there's a Michigan State player 
and there's no University of Michigan player. So <laughs> that that felt good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, definitely go watch that one from last week as well. My video, I have two. One has been making it big on YouTube. It's from two Norwegian musicians. They call themselves Ilvis. Kind of like Elvis, but starts with a Y instead. Hmm. A video is called The Fox. What does the fox say? You have to see... I I don't know. I have to see the video. Because dog goes woof, cat goes meow. But what does the fox say? And uh, also, I have not... Think of that. I've seen that, actually. Yeah? (laughs) Sorry, I had to mute because I saw the piano video. I was losing my shit over here. (laughs) (laughs) So great. Um, The other video that I am recommending is one that I have not laughed as hard as I have in a long time since watching this video. It's called Attack on Pokemon. Oh, God. It's the Attack on Titan opening, or Shingeki no Kyojin opening. Pokemon's involved. Uh, The thumbnail on YouTube is an Eevee if you just search Attack on Pokemon. But it's not like what you'd expect. Mm -mm. I believe it at that. So, the fox and attack on Pokemon. You're up, Super. What you got? If you, if you, forgot, if you don't have anything good, Sonic Shorts 8 came out. That's true. Sonic that. Shorts 8 did come out. Has no one seen Underneath the Water? Oh, yeah, dude. I've seen it. Underneath uh, the Water. Underneath the Water. Underneath the Water! That's a, a Grand Prix mix. Yeah, I would get you the link, but my I I clicked Yoko's Fox link, and now my computer's frozen. So give me a second. <laughs> you can't handle, you know, so much of the Fox. I can't even be open Audacity anymore. Okay. Your computer is really bad. Uh. Well, wow, that was like the heart. most base thing we've ever said about this computer. <laughs> just a piece yeah. of shit, four dollar <laughs> computer. And you're just like your computer's bad. <laughs> Your computer's bad, and you should feel bad. How about that? Okay. Well, okay, now now my computer says I have it open, but I don't. I I don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> Next, your computer's gonna say, "Kill me." Can't let you do that. Be 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 its mercy, angel. <laughs> I'm considering it. There it goes. I'm well, waiting for him to do it. it. It just considering it for a while, and then he just drops from the call. <laughs> just hear a little crash. Well, as this <laughs> like show I said, is... that scream. You'll hear a small scream, and then nothing but silence. As this show is coming to a close, Doba and Ben, thank you very much for being on, especially <laughs> at the last minute that it was. Oh. You put me on, show me your news, message me, because I don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, my phone number is... Beep, boop, boop. I, like, any, anytime, like, if you guys are hurt for a guest, I literally have every evening ever free, pretty much. Wow, that's so nice. lucky. Wow, what a loser. Well, we kind of take all those free evenings to record stuff that yeah. is just <laughs> far too ambitious. So go ahead and plug your things. Maybe I should do all it. All right, so obviously, obviously we yeah. have the regular RTM still. Um, 
I do the weekly rundown every week, uh, which I haven't forgotten in like three weeks now. I'm getting better. Uh, I'm still awful. Uh, and uh, we just started two uh, sideshows very recently. One is called The List, where we just sort of we go find top something lists on the internet, and then we go through each thing one by one. Uh, there's an episode of that coming out this weekend uh, that I have finished editing right after we're done with this. Um, but it's uh, the last one we did was the top 100 PS2 games. Uh, the newest one is going to be the top 100 animated series, so look forward to Ooh. that one. Um, long are those things? Uh, it's about 100. Those don't usually, they don't usually go from, uh, it's usually from an hour and a half to two. I am amazed. You take a hundred things and you talk about all of them and you don't take eight hours? <laughs> well, the we skip over the things they don't know that well. Oh, yeah. Which there's a lot. There's a hundred things. Um, there's a lot of those for Joe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, we also do one called Shoot the Shit where we're trying to get it. Which, by the way, Tony is the reason why that um, name is a thing. Uh, so thank you, oh, Tony. Oh, good name. <laughs> Why did I just say it on the last one I was on? Uh, it was you and Yoko. You guys were talking about, like, uh, I think Tony described Read the Manual as the shoot the shitty, shoot the shit the show. And uh, I basically was like, all right, that's the name we're going with here. <laughs> all right. Um, but that's basically we're trying to get uh, quote unquote internet celebrities on. We only have two episodes of that. One is with Pokemon Podcast, who aren't really internet celebrities, but they're, they're a lot more well known than. RTM is, so obviously they qualified. And uh, we also recently just had Matthew Toronto. What doesn't uh, qualify? What? What doesn't qualify? Um, <laughs> my roommate, maybe? <laughs> uh, Your words hurt sometimes, Tony. Those two girls from Metapodcast. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but that was so specific. I don't so think specific. it's still around anymore. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, we did. We just had an episode with Matthew Toronto, who is the writer and artist behind Brawl and the Family. That's um, awesome, yeah. Which, those yeah. are usually only about an hour. We try to keep those under an hour and a half, so. They're pretty They're pretty fun to record. We're hoping to get some more soon, but, uh, I don't know, that show is just whenever we get guests. And then, Ben and I also started a very, very small, and by small, we mean weekly side project on YouTube. Um... For as long as YouTube doesn't take it down, which, oh man, I'm counting down the days. Yep. Uh, called the Moon Prison Power Hour, where it's him, me, uh, Toon Lucas, and Sarah Rama. We sit down every week and watch two episodes, English dubbed, of Sailor Moon. Mm. And uh, I don't know if you know this, but the English dub of that show is really not good. That's and correct. <laughs> it's really, really bad. And uh, we have two episodes on YouTube right now. Basically, the first uh, 15 minutes or so is um, the recording of the riff, basically highlights of the riff over the episode itself. And then we just do a little discussion about the episodes. And uh, it's a lot of fun. I really would like other people to see that uh, project in general because, I don't know, that of all the shows we do, that is the most fun one in my opinion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and also the most painful, because the Sailor Moon theme has been stuck in my head for five weeks now. Uh, I uh, think evil, fire, moonlight. You know, the worst part... 
the worst part about that song is how much I actually really like that song. Well, that the song original, is good. The original's great. It's like, except if you if you listen to it now, like if you go back and watch the intro, the singers really were not trying. Oh, at all. And the were they the part where they cut with like really bad '90s backgrounds? <laughs> Doilers. Doilies and Starry Night. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, one of the things I out first episode was Star- is Van Gogh's Starry Night. <laughs> um, just, like, completely ripped from the actual banning. But it's that's a lot of fun. And I just, like, guys, go... Like, even if you have never... If you've ever seen a single episode of Sailor Moon, you can understand our suffering. Go check it out. It's about... They're about 45 minutes, the two on YouTube. Um, and I think they're, I think they're pretty great for the, uh, I would switch to blip because I know that YouTube is going to eventually take these down. That's inevitable. Um, but here's the thing I'd have to apply to blip and I really don't think this show is quality enough that blip would say yes. (laughs) Um, unfortunately, as much as I'd love for it to, and I'm going to try and give it to Tim Lucas because he does actual video editing. Um, and see what he can do with it. Uh, and maybe that'll fix it, but for now, as it is right now, with me editing it in freaking Movie Maker, that's oh, blip barf. Like that. Mm. Uh, um, Dude, I could not, probably do better great. than that. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, no, yeah. I'm not trying to be mean. I could maybe help you. Uh, and then, um, if I could make a quick announcement about Diorama that hasn't gone quote-unquote public yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> Um, I'm just gonna lay down. There's there's a there's a video waiting to be edited, but it's not really important that it goes up because I've told the people that need to know. Um, but I guess this will be the public announcement for anybody that does not know. Rama is the charity stream that we planned on. Uh, oh yeah. Doing in December. Uh, that has been postponed. Uh, that will now be in January or not January? No, July. Oh. Or June, June or July of 2014. It's still happening, for sure. But um, we put a little bit too much on our plate this year. And also, the date of the December 28th was the stupidest date we could have possibly come up with. And I don't know what we were thinking. So it's been moved, and it is happening. So uh, go for it. If you we are we are looking into a replacement stream. Yes. Around that time time year. We, have we have two options right now for a little replacement stream to do so we have something. It won't be a charity mm-hmm. stream, it'll just be you know, a twenty four hour thing. Mm-hmm. We're either looking at Sly Cooper or Kingdom Hearts, uh, so I guess we'll see. Alright, anything it. else? Um I do comics. I'm sure I something. He does comics. <laughs> I do comics. Oh, uh, season two of Soda Reviews is back for all the two people that watched for season one. Yeah. Because yeah. I got some weird soda flavors from Minnesota. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. First first one was oh. uh, was a chocolate-covered maple smoked uh, bacon-flavored soda. What the fuck? That was, that was, that was the first one. That was the first one, yeah. <sighs> and then... Uh, it only went downhill from there. Yeah. And then second save file. Second save file. Um, Missing No told me to say that a new episode is coming out tomorrow because that'll make him 
actually put it together and release it tomorrow because we do have an episode recorded, uh, but we are trying to bring it back. Uh, our big problem was that who would have thought that we were actually 10,000 times busier during the summer than we were any other time of the year? Um, so it is coming back. I am working my way through Chrono Trigger. Missing Yo's beating it. Dark is going to start working his way through a little more soon. Uh, Dark and I are just terrible people. That's the problem. Um, so it's coming. I promise. We will get our shit together. All right. Go listen to these guys. They do good stuff. A lot of stuff. I was giving. I would so- give them crap, but I love these guys to death. They're awesome. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Thank you so much for being on. Really do appreciate the time, and Anytime. we will, you know, have you guys on again sometime for sure. See you around. All right. With that, I am Yoko. I'm Super. I'm Tony. We're out. Have a good one. They don't get to say bye. Oh. Nope. I'm never well, leaving. They can stay here forever. Stay forever. Find out more about this show and other podcasts at the Show Me Your News Network, where you can embrace your inner nerd over at showmeyournews.com. Fans can interact with other sminjas at the friendliest community on the net at showmeyournews.com slash forum. News. Hey guys, Cyberlink here. I really wanted to join the show live to talk about this, but scheduling conflicts sadly prevented me from doing so. However, even if I can't be here in person, this is still a subject that I care about a great deal, so I wanted to be able to say my piece. But before diving in too deeply, a little bit of setup is in order. <clears throat> 2002. A little-known game developer named WayForward quietly releases an action platformer starring a belly-dancing genie for Game Boy Color under the Capcom label. While lauded by critics, various factors such as a limited production run and a release date a year after the GBA hinder its financial success, and the game goes largely forgotten by the world at large. 2010. After many false starts and nearly a decade of clamoring by collectors and fans who picked up on the game years after its release, WayForward finally releases a sequel, this time self-publishing and distributing the game via Nintendo's DSiWare service. Again, lauded by both reviewers and gamers alike, the title becomes one of the DSi Store's premier releases. 2013. Following the last game's continued success in the 3DS eShop, as well as the success of their other self-published fare like the Mighty series, WayForward not only re-releases the original Game Boy title via Virtual Console, but prepares to trot out its purple-haired heroine once more in a new game set for release on eShop later this winter. Now, over a decade after that first game silently snuck onto store shelves, WayForward wants to take the Shantae series to the next level, and they need your help to do it. Enter Shantae, Half-Genie Hero, an all-new HD entry in the series currently being crowdfunded via Kickstarter. For those who have never played a Shantae game before, I think the best comparison would be to Castlevania 2, as like that game, it's based in an open 2D world with dungeons to explore and NPC-filled towns along the way, and you can use all sorts of sub-weapons and items to augment yourself. And like the first two Shantae games, Half-Genie Hero will also let you learn an assortment of dances which will transform you into different forms to help you reach new areas, Metroid-style. If you're worried about jumping into the story late, don't be, as while this is the fourth game in the series, the previous story arc will end with the upcoming Pirate's Curse on 3DS, and this one will start a whole new story not over-reliant on the plot of past games. 
Shantae Half Genie Hero is what fans like me have been begging for for years. A console quality Shantae game not restricted by the limitations of the handhelds. It's being built on the same engine that powered DuckTales Remaster and features a similar blend of 2D characters and 3D environments. The art style is definitely different from the last few games, but keeping in mind they had to take the kind of chibi-fied approach to fit the limits of the engine, it doesn't look half bad. It's also got a lot of really talented people working behind it, like series creator and director Matt Bozon, Skullgirls lead animator Mariel Cartwright, and series music composer Jake Kaufman, whose soundtrack alone is worth the price of admission. It's even got a new piece featuring vocals by the one and only Christina V. But the best part, in my opinion, is the stretch goals. Now, most game Kickstarters usually have support for specific consoles as a higher tier reward. Way Forward, however, is already a registered developer for Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft platforms, plus Steam. And as a result, they've already got dev kits for all the current gen platforms. So it's not a question of maybe in the future or if we raise this much. If this game gets funded, you will see it on Wii U, PS3, PS4, Vita, 360, Xbox One, and Steam when it launches. I know, I know, no 3DS port, but unfortunately the engine's not compatible. I know, I'm sad too. So instead, all the stretch goal money will go towards adding actual features to the game. So as it stands now, the game will feature a prologue, three story chapters, and a finale, but for every 200k they get beyond the initial funding target, they'll be adding a new chapter to extend the story and gameplay. At 500k, they'll give series villain Risky Boots her own full-length story campaign, and at 900k, they'll make supporting cast Roddy Tops, Bolo, and Sky playable as well. 700k will add additional costumes that change Shantae's stats and moves, and 1.1 and 1.3 mil, while not yet revealed, look like they'll add voice acting and animated cutscenes respectively. As of this recording, the game's received about 230000 of its $400,000 goal. Personally, I think this is a fantastic route for the game's development. WayForward's actually a pretty small studio, and as a result, their bread and butter is developing licensed games, so when they do get to make something totally original like a Shantae game or one of the Mighty games, they usually have to keep a constraint to the handhelds because that's the most affordable option for them. So being able to use Kickstarter is a great means of supplementing development costs, especially when they've said they're aiming to make this their biggest original title yet. And hey, who knows? If the drive is successful or get a lot of press, maybe all that casual discussion and joking by dev team members about Shantae being a guest fighter in Skullgirls could actually come true down the line. Oh, I can dream. Seriously though, I already have a potential moveset mapped out in my head. Call me Lab Zero. That said, it breaks my heart that the rate of pledges has slowed down as much as it has. Going from around 100k on day one to only about 10k per day as of this recording is really disheartening to a diehard fan like myself who wants to see this thing hit all the stretch goals. I know Bozon is saying that if they don't get reached, WayForward would still like to make all the stretch goal features DLC later once they get the funding to develop them, but I'd much rather have them all in the game from the start. This game absolutely deserves to be funded, as it's a new entry in the series a lot of people love from a developer with a proven track record, and it's a franchise that means a lot to me personally. I think everyone has at least one game that no one ever talks about that they kind of discover on their own and end up latching onto, and for me, that was the original Shantae on GBC. I love the first game, I love Rusty's Revenge, and Pirate's Curse looks to be better than both of them. So to be able to see the series reach an even wider audience and potentially achieve the level of success that's been unfairly denied many times would be absolutely fantastic for an old-timer like myself. So much so that after doing a few odd jobs and selling some of my old stuff over this week, I've sunk $200 of my own money into a single pledge. Like I said, I really believe in this project and I desperately want to see it succeed. So I strongly urge you, actually no, I implore you, to pitch in towards Half Genie Hero. It's an awesome project that absolutely deserves your money. 
or, you know, you can give your money to me so I can buy the $5,000 tier and fly out to Way Forward for the game's wrap party. That sounds like a good idea, huh, guys? Guys? Well, it was worth a shot. 